Hi, this is Greg from Selective Hearing, and what you're about to hear is the second in our podcast about Twice's Fourth World Tour. Uh, this one is covering the Fourth World Tour encore in Los Angeles. It's going to be a bit long, and you're going to have to forgive some of the audio. So, I mean, it's not totally perfect, but we did our best to clean it up. And hopefully, you enjoy it. We'll get started right now. All right. This is Greg from Selective Hearing. We're here at the Bank of California Stadium. It's uh, May 14th, 2022, just after 6 p.m. I'm here with my boy Ping. Hey, Ping, what's up? Hey, Greg, how are you? I am real good. So we got here real early for sound check and VIP stuff. Ping, what'd you think of it? So the seats that we have today is my first time sitting at the main stage area. Usually in the past four shows, you might have heard it in the previous episode that we were mainly sitting like towards the island area. This is my first time standing or sitting at the main stage area and uh, it's definitely a different experience. And it's like, I just feel so close right now. It's like amazing, really, really worth every dollar. Oh yeah, definitely worth every dollar. This was my first uh, VIP experience. And even though I sweat my ass off for most of the day, it was worth it when they hit the stage. I was uh, definitely shocked at how small these women are <laughs> at first. And yeah, they definitely look way different than on video. Certainly shocked to my eyes anyway. I don't know about you. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, well, first of all, it's like nine, it was like 90 degrees. We were standing out in the sun waiting in line, and I was like dying out here, but somehow we made it. And then, um, yeah, I mean, this is your first time seeing them. I mean, you saw, you, you've you been to KCON, you've seen like the Promise Girls, um, Luna Girls, etc., etc. I mean, it's basically the same thing. They're just like, when they're on screen, it feels much larger than life, you know, like the the cameras really make them look taller than they actually are but when you actually see them you know essentially they are five foot two to five foot six women that are about 95 to 110 pounds or you know like 45 kilos under 50 kilos so they're very small uh, but you know seeing them perform uh, it's just a totally different experience especially when you're up close at the VIP level like we are today for sure uh, definitely worth the well, probably not the outrageous price I paid, but that's tomorrow. Uh, but definitely worth the price I paid to uh, to get them on resale. So, Ping, what did you think of the the sound check, and what songs did they play? I'm sorry. What was your question? What did you think of the sound check? No. What was the question after that? What songs did they play? Oh, so they did uh, Heaven or Hell, right? And then they did uh, Like Uwa, Uwa Hage, which is their debut song. And then they did uh, Stuck Stuck in My Head. Or stuck in your head. I think it's stuck in your head. Stuck in your head, like yeah, that's that's the one. Yeah. So they did those three songs, and you know, like every time they do a sound check, it's like totally different songs. So you never you never know what you're gonna get. You know, it's like a box of chocolates, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's just the best thing about the sound check. If, if you're uh, if you're lucky enough or fortunate enough to get the VIP benefits, 
the best thing about the soundcheck is you get to see them before the show starts, like two and a half hours before the show starts. They're, it's just very casual. They're all in like their casual clothes and just waving to the audience and, and just doing some singing. You know, it's not really a soundcheck. They've already done all their soundchecks. It's just a little preview of the show for the VIP artists, who's, uh, for the VIP guests who spend, you know, the extra $200 on their, or more, uh, on the case of resale sometimes. Um, but... You know, like right now, we're just chilling after the soundtrack. We have two hours to spend, two hours to kill. Uh, just relaxing. Now the sun is gone. It's like down to 70 degrees. It's really nice and cool with a nice breeze. And we were able to eat some uh, early dinner, get a, a few drinks. And now we're just waiting until the show starts in about another hour and a half. So, but overall, you know, like soundtracks, they're, it's just. A fan experience, you know, it's a great fan experience. And uh, uh, as for you, I mean, it's your first sound check. How did you find it? Uh, it was loud. <laughs> Definitely louder than I thought. But yeah, sound check, you got to check your levels on the mixing board and all that stuff. I mean, I mean, there's still going to be like 3,000 people over here. So it's still going to be relatively loud. Plus, you know, it's like there's less, there's less ears to take in the sound from the speakers. So, you know, it's much more booming. And the, the, the distance we are from the stage, we're right next to the sound. So, uh, yeah, obviously it's going to be quite loud. Oh, yeah, it was super loud. Um, yeah, just seeing them like go through their process of sound check, or I guess an air quote sound check, because it's not, they weren't really doing a lot, but... It was nice to see them interact with the fans and goof off a bit before, before the show, loosen up. And yeah, definitely um, an eye-opening experience with the, the VIP level stuff, because uh, I'm usually a plebeian. Yeah, so I mean, speak, speaking overall, you've been to like KCON and um, other shows in the past, but you were just like, get, just get in the building type of guy. It's been two years because of the pandemic since you've been out of the country and now you're in LA and you are you know attending a show at a VIP level for the first time like how has the experience been so far uh, other than the heat it's been fantastic <laughs> early entry is actually awesome uh, you get to pick get your pick of merch if you if you can get it first and you can get your drinks you can get your food way ahead of everybody else which is nice it's just overall very relaxing you know you spend the extra money for a more relaxing experience especially when it's like a JYP entertainment concert um, typically they do seated VIP um, not really a lot of GA type of um, and even if it was GA you know the fact that you get in early is a, is a big plus right but you know getting in early just sitting down being able to relax it's just reduce the stress levels and just it's, it's about twice today you know it's twice day yeah, it's uh, totally uh, stress-free. Um, this is something I'm not used to at all. <laughs> but yeah, the other guys who've been attending these concerts, there, this is old hat to them. But <laughs> all new me, all new to me. Well, like in the previous episode, Alan was saying like this was his first VIP experience, and he's he's just saying like, oh, he's totally spoiled now. Like, how he doesn't know he's going to be able to do VIP for I mean, not VIP uh, in the future. So I mean, I've been doing VIP. Since the beginning, you know, it's been like over 20 years since I've been listening to K-pop. Every K-pop concert that comes to the States, I'm either VIP or as close to the front as possible. So uh, it's just, uh, it's, a, it's a totally different experience. And I, in my opinion, you know, there's people who are like VIP or nothing. And then there's people who are like just get in the building. And, you know, there's no, there's no right or wrong answer. But for me, like just the VIP experience in, in general, there's a reason why, you know, it's worth the extra dollars, in my opinion. Uh, for me two years out of the country or two years not being out of the country 
uh, and a concert of this magnitude, I was going to make it worth it. No matter how much stupid money I had to spend. And it was a lot of stupid money. But totally worth it. But, you know, if you think about it, it has been two years. You know, you've been saving up all that Japan money. Now you're able to spend it on... You know, in my opinion, again, I think I have mentioned it on the previous episode, but I think, you know, they're not even my favorite group, but I think Twice is the best girl group, Korean girl group of all time. And to be able to see them, you know, this is my fifth time now. Tomorrow's going to be my sixth time. Uh, it's just an unreal experience. And, you know, Twice always puts on the best performances. Um, every concert that they perform has been my favorite concert. Twice, I mentioned it before, Twice Lights was my favorite concert before then. And then my, the previous, the last New York concert overtook that. So, I mean, it's just twice on top of twice on top of twice. And if you, if you are a fan of K-pop music, I mean, you can't go wrong seeing twice, especially at the VIP level, because it's just an unreal experience. You know, it's, it's really out of this world. Like, we, we actually met somebody online uh, a little bit earlier, and she was saying that she had attended a lot of concerts in the past before, but not K-pop concerts. But she is attending twice VIP for the first time, and it's just like blows everything out of the water and for me uh, that that just really speaks volumes about how K-pop uh, produces their their shows and performances and it, you know I, I'm really happy to hear that people are enjoying K-pop and, and Twice in general and like for you I mean this is your first Twice concert right solo concert do you have anything that you are looking forward to? Um, I'm looking forward to this whole roulette wheel thing that they do for the encore because I'm hoping that it just spins infinitely and they do everything <laughs> I'm looking for like another hour for encore please because that would be awesome yeah so like in LA last time I mentioned before they did like three or four encore tracks and then but then in in New York they did like six to eight encore tracks for both nights so I'm really interested to see what they will perform for their encore in this two-night set. It is the Twice Fourth World Tour 3 okay. in the Roman numeral 3. Why is that? And it's the encore. Why is, I think I had mentioned it before. So it's their fourth world tour. But the album is the third album. And then there's actually like a story. I don't know if they're going to go into the story in the encore, but there's a, there's a reason like, well, there's a one and then a two and then a three is like one plus two equals, you know, one is once, two is twice, and three is... Anyway, there's a whole there's a whole thing about that, but you, you'll see. I think we we spoke about it in the last episode. But um, what was I going to say? Oh, so your favorite member is Dubu. I think this is the closest you've been to her, right? So what was that experience like? Wow, uh, that's all I can say is wow. <laughs> I mean, her her skin is quite pale, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's very pale, very white, very very pure. So, so she came out with, um, she came out with a like she was actually wearing the hoodie and the sweatpants combo, and she was looking like she was like dying from the heat when she was dancing on the stage. It's kind of funny, but um, yeah, I mean it was great. You know, like Momo, for me, I mean like Nayeon's blonde right now. Um, Momo has the bangs, but her makeup looked like really on point today. Um, I mean, you know, all the girls look great, but, you know, like, Momo really caught me off guard. Like, when she walked by for the first time, I was like, wow, that's Momo, right? Like, wow, she looks amazing right now. Um, and then Nayeon with the blonde hair also. Like, I, had, I don't know if I've mentioned it before, but Nayeon is my fl- favorite member. So, uh, yeah, so far, it's just been a great experience. And it, it's only been 
three songs in, you know, the soundtrack. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing how the set list differs compared to the, um, the previous tour and how much they're going to keep the same. And I'm interested to see how the encore is going to change, if they're still going to bring out the wheel, and how many songs they're going to perform. So, yeah, I mean, it's just really unsure what's going to happen, but really looking forward to it. You know, we should talk about the, the stadium. I mean, this is such a beautiful stadium. We're at the Bank of California Stadium. This is where, the I believe, the Los Angeles Galaxy play soccer or football, depending on where, where you're from. And, like, when you're looking at the seating chart, this, this place looks huge. Yes. And, you know, like, you're looking at some seats, and, oh, man, this looks so far away like, from the stage. You know, when, you, when, uh, when I went to go see BTS, they are playing at, like, like, American football stadiums, and they look like specs, uh, even when you have, like, really good seats. But over here, like, even the 200-level seats, they look really nice. Like, it's a really good view. It's a relatively small venue for the capacity that they're able to bring in. And, uh, you know, it's much larger than the forum, which we went to a few months ago. So... Plus, it's an outdoor yeah. stadium, so the feel, the vibe is like completely different. Um, uh, you know, in addition to that, I mean, well, firstly, like the stadium. Like, what are your thoughts on the stadium? Well, I've never been to a soccer stadium before. So really? <laughs> never. <laughs> I mean, I've been to hockey arenas, I've been to baseball stadiums, but uh, soccer, no. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking if this is an outdoor show, I. I'm looking for fireworks things somewhere on the stage. I'm hoping that happens. Yeah, it's 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 really uh for the capacity, which I believe is around like twenty to twenty five thousand. It's a very intimate venue, and the capacity of um the capacity of the forum, I believe, is around like eighteen thousand, fifteen to eighteen thousand. But obviously, they can't take up the entire space of the forum because of the stage, the way that it's oriented and facing the direction, plus on, on the ground, they put seats on the ground, and it's not like GA where you can just bring a lot of people in. So I believe, you know, out of that 15 to 18,000, like only maybe 70 to 80% of the actual capacity was allowed in the stadium, so I would believe it's around like 10 to 12,000 actually got in. Like over here, the capacity is around 20 to 25,000, but a majority of the stadium is being used, like probably like 95%, 90 to 95% of the capacity is actually going to be attending. And it's just really cool. Uh, maybe not on the Tokyo Dome level like it was a couple of weeks ago um, or a week a week ago uh, when they were in Japan. But still, it's going to be, I'm really looking forward to seeing Twice perform as the sun sets and then the light sticks, the, um, the candy bongs turning on yeah. at night. It's really going to be great. And then hopefully, you know, there's going to be moonlight when they, when they sing Moonlight because it's actually, I believe it's like either a full moon or it's close to a full moon or just the full moon just passed. So it's going to be really nice. Yeah, I, I can't wait. There's, I know that based on uh, previous set list, this is going to be mostly from the new album, but we'll see what they pull out for a stadium show. Uh, have, they, have they done something this big in Korea, like this level of stadium? In, in Korea, yeah. I mean, they, they performed in all the top the largest venues in Korea, but in the U.S., obviously, this is the largest venue for them, and they sold out both nights, which was obviously, you know, pretty impressive. You know, you know, there might be a little bit of a little side action there, but um, yeah, still, it's it's going to be great. People are filling the stadium right now. It's uh, about an hour until the show, and uh, you know, in addition to having this encore concert they also brought 
special encore merch. It was like LA exclusive merch. It's actually the designs are really cool. Like uh, they're like palm trees and like colorful like LA LA vibes. Um, I know like you ordered you you got some right. Yep, I got uh, white hoodie that says Bank of um, Bank of California Stadium on the back. Has like rainbow color palm trees with the three logo. Uh, there was like a pur- purplish shirt, I guess. And oh, so I, I think they call it. So when I asked about it, they were like, uh, so I I was actually going to like I went to four different merch booths looking for that shirt in my size, and apparently it's the most popular shirt. And one of the guys in the back is like, do we have any more lavender shirts in the back? And I realized, it's like, oh, oh lavender. it's it's lavender. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they have a lavender shirt, which is really nice. Okay. And I got, um, I guess this is a brand new piece of merch as well to this store. That's uh, a gray hoodie with the three logo on the front and twice on, I think, one of the sleeves, but really nice. Yeah, and after, you know, I finally found on my fourth merch uh, booth, I was able to find a tote bag for you, right? Yeah, totally. Tote bag apparently is very popular here. Yeah, like I was able to buy it online from uh, when they sold the merch online after the first tour. But yeah, thankfully I was able to find a tote bag for Greg. And uh, I got basically everything that said Bank of California Stadium on the back, Los Angeles Encore. Like everything exclusive, I pretty much got except like the white hoodie because I... It's hard to clean white hoodies, so I didn't. I didn't get that one. Yeah, I barely wear white things, and when I do, it's usually just in winter. So it'll be good winter wear. I mean, I mean, in my opinion, it's probably like the best design. It's just I, I can't do white hoodies. It's like I, I don't want to deal with the, the cleaning. Well, just like right now, I'm wearing uh, light clothing. I usually don't wear light clothing because where I live, it's super, super cold, and dark clothing keeps you warm. <laughs> but, California wearing dark clothing is a bad idea. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, we got we got people here wearing like black hoodies and sweatpants and stuff though, but they're I don't know how they're I don't know how they're surviving cuz I'm wearing like almost all white and I still I'm still dying in the heat here. <laughs> well, you saw people like in full track suits and stuff, right? Yeah, and they got they got we got people in track the track suits, you know, the track suits that they're selling. We got people in onesies and costumes like covered from head to toe. Uh, you know, what whatever they got to do for to show their love for their favorite member or uh, try to get noticed or you know for whatever they got to do I mean I appreciate the effort but I, I it's not me I'm too old for this <laughs> so no onesies for you anytime in the future no unicorn onesies or tiger onesies or strawberry onesies or or anything like that but yeah I mean it's, it's cool it's, I, you know I, I appreciate fans passions all the time <laughs> yes passion Oh, passion. It's like it's like Heejin from Luna. Passion. That's true. <laughs> we saw lots of passion while we watched Queendom too last night. <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, that's for another episode. Yeah. Well, I think we'll probably be doing something Queendom related eventually. Uh, so we're just gonna sit here and chill for the next hour. Do you have any uh, closing thoughts for the people out there? No. I mean, I. Again, like I've done the four shows in the past, the, the two in LA and the two in New York from the, the last time that they were here. And, you know, it was great. But now that, like, even though this is the encore, they call it the encore show, I, I'm still not sure really what to expect. Uh, and again, like, the vibe is like really different because it's outdoors. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just really excited. 
It's uh, we're so close to the stage. We're so close to seeing them performing, you know, dancing. I just really want to see all their iconic choreographies, like as close as we are right now, and I'm just really excited. Sweet. I'm looking to wear out the battery and my candy bong halfway throughout the show. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna wave that motherfucker until it, it, it dies. Yeah, you gotta buy 16 batteries for every show. That's right, and for you, you gotta buy like 12. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Welcome to Selective Hearing. We are live from, we are live at uh, Bank of California Stadium in Los Angeles, California. I'm here with Greg. What's up? And Ellis. What's up? And we're chilling before, uh, I'm sorry, chilling before the actual concert. We've been here since what, two o'clock? Two o'clock? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, and we got already a little bit of the sound check and everything. Greg, this is your first time seeing them. How do you feel? What are your initial thoughts? They're very small and tiny women. <laughs> That's your initial thoughts? They're yes. small and tiny women? Yes. Okay. We literally, we literally just talked about it. Oh, wow. Okay. What about yours? Uh, Mina looking fine AF. Sana looking really good. Did you see Momo? Barely. Her, her, she Momo? But, but she was Dude. like hanging in the back, and like she was like very low key, like like. No, no, no. She, she snuck. was in front of us the entire time. Oh, we we couldn't see from our end. I, I was my eyes were stolen by like Cheyoung and and Jung Young and well, Gio. Cheyoung looked really good too, but I mean like Momo on fleek looked amazing. Her makeup, uh, like amazing. God's here. Someone already gave Sana a rose. Yes. Or just or just. That, I saw a guy in line waiting to do that. Lucky dude, but yeah, from our vantage point, they look really good. They re- look really good. What about you guys? Uh, how how do y'all feel about your seats so far? Yes, very happy. Very happy. Very happy. We're, worth the trip out of North Mexico. Yes. <laughs> um. So, were y'all suffering in the heat just like everybody else complaining in our area? Yeah, uh, this this side was way too hot. Yeah. Way too hot. Yeah, they actually, like, the staff came over and was like, yeah, we know it's hot. You can get up, go to the other side. We'll call you when it's time to start the show. And then I saw that they opened up the uh, the cocktail bar pretty early. So everybody went there. And then the, the merch line. We have a freaking popcorn stand down here. Yeah, so people a can... popcorn guy going up and down the aisles now. Yeah, so a lot of people are just getting popcorn and stuff. Yeah, we, we also have, like, our own merch booth. That is not completely stocked, but we have our own merch booth. Uh, the good thing is this place has tons of merch booths. Uh, I found my elusive uh, twice tote bag, so I can finally say that it's a real thing. Yeah, I was just talking with Greg earlier. It was like there was like five different merch booths that we went to. Uh, but I'm glad I I bought the items that I wanted. You got your your gear? Oh yeah, totally. All good. Oh man, so. Uh, Everybody should be, we should be starting soon, so everybody should be energized, ready to go. 
Still seeing a lot of empty seats around here. If we're kind of candid, but LA traffic. Uh, sure. <laughs> bots, bots. Yeah, all the bots. These are seats open for the bots. But all right, so we're about to get started and have some fun tonight. Uh, I mean, was there anything for you? Because, like, uh, Greg and I already spoke a bunch earlier, but was there anything for you that stood out during the sound check? Uh, well, uh, for me, it was like somebody already gave Sana a rose, and I was, like, partially jealous. You know what? <laughs> Dubu looks fine. She looks super, like, beautiful today. Yeah, we, so. we, we spoke a lot about Dubu earlier. So I, I was, I, I'm not, like, she's not high on my list, but I was, she, she stole my eyes for quite a bit. She was very hot in her... Sweatshirt and sweatpants. <laughs> I can't believe, yeah. I, sweatshirts and sweatpants are a very bad idea today, but hopefully when it gets colder tonight, it won't be. Welcome to Selective Hearing. It's me and Greg. We're here live uh, day two now for the Twice a Concert Encore in LA. I was during. I was here during the soundtrack. Uh, my first thoughts: better than day one. So <laughs> pretty much it. Uh, there was some more security. Um, we did rush the stage. So uh, Dell and myself, we got to be up front uh, during the three songs. It was great. Sana gave me a heart. I'm done. So, best concert ever. <laughs> Greg, what are your thoughts so far uh, now? Um, I didn't get to do any of the VIP stuff. I actually was at home taking a nap. <laughs> so, uh, getting here, not as much of a pain in the ass as yesterday, that's for sure. Yeah, today feels a whole lot better. So, uh, it's nice and cooler. It's like 75. Uh, ran into some old friends. Already liquored up, so I'm pretty good. So... Uh, no liquor for me yet. Maybe later on tonight. <laughs> but we did have lunch together. What did you have today? Uh, Raising Cane's chicken sandwich thing. Yeah, we had Raisin Cane's. How did, how did you feel about Raising Cane's for the first time? It was a chicken sandwich. <laughs> that I understand. Okay. Uh, but now you could cross that off the bucket list and be like done with it, right? Oh, yeah. I could probably die as a content man now, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, so we're feeling a nice breeze here today, so hopefully uh, tonight goes a lot better than night one. We still had some complications uh, during night one, so we'll, we'll save those thoughts for our, our later recording. But uh, Greg, do you have any uh, do you have any uh, expectations going to night two, or is expecting like more of the same? I'm hoping the uh, there's a big ending. That's what I'm hoping. Well, we'll be under the blood moon tonight, so. We'll see how that goes, right? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Diane's going to grow like a... Her horns are going to come out oh. of her face and then... Yes, uh, yes please. <laughs> you want that stuff. She's going to go psycho on us. Oh, by the way, she was really, really great during soundcheck. Was? Yes, she was uh, like... She's already letting loose. Was she in the tracksuit getting all sweaty? Possibly. Okay. Uh, but it's more like... Uh, she had a little bit extra in the LA water today, so... Oh, uh, okay. So she's getting super hyped tonight. Yeah. 
yeah, so, uh, so far so good. And Momo was pretty energetic this morning. Mima, Mina's looking pretty good. Cheyong, great. Gio's still like her thing, so everyone's so far is good, so. Sweet. Looking forward to it. All right. All right, cool. We'll wrap it up. <clears throat> Sorry. We'll wrap it up here for our on-floor uh, comments and everything. Uh, we'll hopefully record soon and get a review up of our weekend here. We have Ellis, aka Ping, here with us. Uh, so, sir, you were with Soundcheck uh, with me earlier today. What were your thoughts going into Soundcheck and how everything turned out? Yeah. So basically, coming in, we already, I already had a game plan. Uh, so the seats that we had, you, I guess you probably already spoke about it. We're about like five rows from the, the front, the very front of the stage on the island. But going to the sound check, I figured, you know, the front seats are resale only. I'm not sure how many of these people actually are going to show up. So I ended up just walking straight to the, the first row. And then I just sat down. And uh, I had another guy who followed me. And uh, we just sat down together. And we just, um, another guy came. And he was like, oh, this is my seat. But those two seats next to you are my friends. And I don't think they're coming. So you can just sit here. So we were just sitting there, and then, you know, the sound check started. We're basically in the very front. So it was a great experience. Uh, obviously, the, I think, maybe Alan talked about the songs already. And it, I don't even remember. Okay, well, um, you know, they performed three songs, and it was very fun. But uh, probably, the, he, he probably spoke about the, you know, the interaction with Sana. I talked about my interaction with Sana, but you were literally in front of me. What were your interactions with Yeah, so basically I was just trying to make everybody do the Gyaru peace sign, which is the upside-down peace sign, and Sana saw me and she threw it up, or threw it down. And uh, it was pretty cool, and you know, they were making hearts and, and stuff like that, but it was, it was overall, like that's, that's probably the closest I've uh, gotten a chance to see them perform. I was sad the other two Japanese members were just not having they were just not having any interactions really at least with us up front but everybody else was pretty good. No, they were they were they were pretty chill. I mean they definitely saw us. They definitely waved and stuff like that, but um you know, I've mentioned it many times before. My favorite member is Sana. I mean not Sana, um Nayeon. Oh, you just change it. <laughs> my favorite member is Nayeon. And uh, she didn't even really come to our side at all. So Yeah, and Sana Sana Upshin Sana Mana, right? So what do you think about uh, the birthday girl and her energy so far? Oh, did you talk about that at all? I mean, Dayan was like, you know, she's always a ball of energy, but like she went, she threw it down today. She was like she's dancing like crazy. And I was like, I, I felt like people should have joined me, but I was like saying, go do, boo, go do, but there's only a couple people that joined, so. Uh, I, also, I was also screaming, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. No one, no one said anything. Oh. When they were finally leaving, when they were finally leaving, they're like so far away from us. People started singing happy birthday. I'm like, yeah. come on, she's already gone. We should have done this earlier. So the plan, they were trying to do a plan where uh, after they had their interactions and their songs, uh, we were all going to wish Diana a happy birthday. Well, it didn't go that well because she was like the first one off stage. So <laughs> I don't think anybody heard any happy birthdays. Yeah, but at least we saw her birthday truck. Did you talk about that? Yes. I, I saw it outside. You saw it outside? Yeah. 
Uh, I saw the I saw the uh, very popular Dion truck. Thank you, uh, China Fan Club, for uh, bringing that along. I hope we can see it after the show's over, but I don't know. But yeah, uh, what do you think? What are what are your expectations on this uh, lunar blood moon night that we're gonna have? So, did you talk about the total lunar eclipse? No, so today, I apparently, I got a head. I got a alert on my phone. Today is gonna be a total lunar eclipse, and I checked the time. It's going to be at 8:30 p.m. during the show. So I'm really interested to see, like, if we're gonna actually be able to see the lunar eclipse as the during the show's performance. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, did you talk about the show at all yesterday, or are we gonna talk about that? Uh, okay, we'll talk about that later. All right. But yeah, I mean, just really looking forward to it. Uh, you know, based on my experience yesterday, I mean, it was really cool being where I was yesterday, but I think I enjoy being more of a, in the central location, even if, it's, even if it's farther away. But being able to see them head on, straight on, like from behind the island is probably, I, I enjoy it more. But uh, I mean, Greg, you're like a lot closer right now. Yeah, I'm very jealous about Greg's seats right now. So he's, he's like, he's going to have a, a great eye candy to look at all night so that that's conditional depending on whether uh the, the heights of the people in front of you yes. depends if someone's a basketball player <laughs> well hopefully not hopefully not uh hopefully you don't have to rush the stage like everybody else is trying to do so well, I, that's actually what i'm hoping for oh. well, <laughs> well hopefully you don't need to do it then but all right so we'll just wrap it up here uh, and we'll enjoy the show. Uh, we got another, like, what, 20 minutes until then? So I think I might go get minutes. some... Oh, 40 minutes? Oh, I think I'll, I'll give it some more drinks. in the Beverly Grove area of uh, Los Angeles. California, USA. Alright, so we went to both nights of twice, so tell me here what's your thoughts. Uh, amazing concert. I know amazing is an overused word within the fandom, yeah. uh, but it was amazing because of the uh, venue. Uh, whereas the first two concerts, or the first series of concerts were at the Forum, a nice arena, but the uh, Bank of California Stadium, which is a fairly fairly new facility, it just made it seem more special. Uh, not not quite Tokyo Dome, but not the Forum, and not your uh, Civic Auditorium. You've been to twice before, many times. Uh, first time for me. Uh, what was the difference between? This experience. The area is more of a cluster to get in and out. Uh, I think we lucked out both days in a way, although I had some terrible time parking uh, Saturday. Uh, there was actually a USC graduation, uh, about three different high school proms, uh, different 
theater productions, I think, in the complex. This, this exhibition park is just like a huge complex that and, uh, encompasses the Bank of California Stadium, uh, the Memorial Coliseum where they ha hold the Olympics, uh, USC. I believe there's a museum somewhere and some theaters. So there's a big cluster uh, trying to find parking the first day. Uh, easier the second day, even though we were kind of in a little shady private parking, I guess. Behind the McDonald's. Yeah, behind the McDonald's, which was where we thought we were going to park. Uh, but luckily, we got in on time. I barely got in yesterday. Uh, yesterday. Yeah. I got seated just in time for the opening. Uh, weather was better today. It was very hot yesterday. So, uh, compare this to New York. LA in February, what was, what was the difference for you? You knew that truthfully, the costumes were new. The set list was very similar. Uh, the, the mints or the MCs as we call it in Japan, very similar. Uh, the fan makeup, very similar. Uh, the energy was higher today, at least where we were on the floor. I was on the floor yesterday, but it was in a different area. Uh, I think mainly because people were just worn out from the heat. Uh, I don't know. You were there for sound check yesterday. Uh, you could probably tell me how hot it was. It was disgustingly hot. <laughs> um, yeah, I was there from like two o'clock till whenever the show ended. But yeah, it was too fucking hot. That's because I wanted to experience the VIP life. Um, <laughs> that definitely a test of endurance. Yeah, but otherwise, so the the fan experience or the uh, the concert experience very similar, uh, just full of energy. Uh, I'd hate to say, not hate to say, but uh, when you compare the Twice experience to the other concerts that I've been to, and I've been to all three realms of Asian music. I've been to C-pop, Cantopop, uh, of course Japanese pop, and now K-pop. It's just a different energy. I'd have to say it's probably because of the fans uh, and probably the music. Uh, it's a different show. Uh, they bring in a first-class uh, production. Not to say that the other shows that I've been to are, are amateur. It's just I believe they bring the A-game that they would show in, in Korea as much as they can uh, to the United States. Uh, whereas I've seen the Hong Kong group Twins, and they bring a smaller version of what you would see at Hong Kong Coliseum. Uh, still very professional, but uh, you're, you're not filling uh, an arena like the Forum, an arena like uh, UBS, or uh, obviously the Bank of California Stadium. Uh, with AKB, which I saw in the United States, that was even a smaller venue than I saw with Twins or, or Kelly Chan at what was at MGM Grand. So completely different. I mean, they bring the A game here. Uh, top flight production, top flight uh, screens. I guess you would say video screens. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely, uh, definitely a different uh, type of flow. It's funny. I just saw some people who concert shirts just step in so they probably had a hard time finding a 24-hour diner as well yeah that, that was that's the other thing about the, these uh k-pop concerts they end late and 
it's hard to find food. It's really hard to find food. Yeah. I, I think another difference is uh, the length of the concert. I mean, I think both nights were about three hours, and uh, you get a full three hours of entertainment, not a lot of intermission. Yeah. Very quick intermissions for, to get the girls backstage and changed, and even then it's more of an interactive uh, intermission, so to say. I don't know if the other K-pop groups are similar, but this is a, a well worth the money. Oh yeah, totally. It's uh, definitely worth the money. It's uh, it's kind of uh, kind of hard to explain if you haven't seen it. I mean, uh, I know this is stereotypical view of K-pop. It's a bunch of teenagers, usually young girls. I saw lots of different types of people. I did as well, uh, but the stereotype is there. Uh, that is one of the big differences that I see. A lot of cosplayers are, are people dressed up in their twice, not even gear, uh, I would say music video costumes. Yeah. Uh, a lot of guys too, dressed up like the girls, so to speak. <laughs> so it attracts a lot of uh, drag queens. <laughs> yeah, uh, especially in New York. Um, but you see all ages, all uh, uh, ethnic groups. Yeah. Uh, you see older people, uh, older than myself. And uh, by the way, I'm almost uh, turned 52 this year, so gives you an idea of where I stand. Uh, but I saw people who looked a little older than me, and I don't believe they were there with their kids either. Uh, so it's pretty diverse. But you do see that, what you would call the teeny bopper uh, age group as well. Alright, so what uh, what are your thoughts on, on uh, twice that uh, what, what do you what do you believe was the uh, the best part of the show what was the worst part of the show for you if there was any no there was no worst part now the worst part is the end when, when you realize the concert's over even though I've seen the same show six times you know it's 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 not enough uh, the best part I found myself liking uh, amazingly uh, the English songs which generally my belief is especially with like say BTS when they sing English songs it's no longer k-pop it's a it's a it's pop group song. yeah it's a pop group which happens to be or a pop song that happens to be sung by a Korean group uh, I, I guess I'm a bad fan, I'm a bad once, but I don't listen to all the albums, so Moonlight and uh, Candy I was introduced to by the concerts, so uh, those are special songs for me just because I just enjoyed the whole experience. I guess when they come out, they're interacting with the fans, uh, the performances were good on Moonlight, so those are two of my favorite uh, points in the concert. But yeah, no, no, no bad points for no me. Bad so, points no me. bad points whatsoever. This was my first two twice concerts, and I was I was pretty surprised. <laughs> probably more by uh, probably more by tonight, which is uh, or I guess yesterday, which was a Sunday show compared to the Saturday show, just because the people who are the Sunday show seem more. Uh, 
energetic. Whereas the people on Saturday were kind of chill. Yeah, I think they were probably just drained, drained from the heat. That, that's my guess. I mean, because you know we were on the floor both both days, and yet there seemed to be a little bit less energy. Yeah. Even the I, I, I hate to say it, when the girls say, "Oh, that wasn't good enough," when they were asking for cheers, they do that at every show. Yeah. So it's it's kind of a gimmick just to get the crowd to go even louder. But they didn't seem to do that today. It was kind of like. Uh, they were impressed with the, with the, the loudness of the crowd. Yeah. So, yeah, it was definitely uh, worth the price of admission and the expenses to get here. So, I'd say it's a good return to travel for me. I know it's old hat for you, Mr. Six Times. Well, for me, it's just quite a drive over to the USC area. Uh, I live in Orange County. And I know to people who don't live in California that Orange County is probably five minutes away from Los Angeles, but it's about an hour with with uh, good traffic. And uh, you know, I have to pick up Greg near near the airport uh, at his hotel, and then we had to travel another half hour, about twenty minutes to half hour, to get to the uh, exposition exposition park area. Yeah. So yeah, that's basically our thoughts of twice. <laughs> I've already expunged all of my knowledge of Alan. So we'll probably go over that with our um, with our group podcast with Hannah and the rest of the people who went to twice in New York, LA, and Atlanta. But since I'm here with Hero, it's a very rare opportunity for me to be with him uh, in person these days. Uh, just wanted to get his quick thoughts. So thank you, Hero. Oh, thank you for having me, even though I don't do anything for the site anymore. <laughs> and uh, Hero's also getting a free meal out of this. <laughs> it's also good. In exchange for driving him around, I guess. Yeah, so, so it's all good. Fair. Especially when you saw how much the tickets were in Canadian. Oh, yes. The Canadian exchange rate is horrible. Yeah. It looks good in American dollars or just terrible. Welcome to Selective Hearings Roundtable Podcast. This is episode 53. This is the twice fourth world tour three encore concert podcast review. Man, that's a mouthful. Anyways, I'm joined tonight by uh, Greg and Ping. Uh, Let's start off with the grand pooba of Selective Hearing. Go, Greg, go. Hey, what's up? How is How you doing, man? Oh, I, I am finally recovered from my jet lag, so I'm doing better Finally? Now. Finally. Wow. Jet lag of one hour? Oh, man, I was so dead at work the next day. It wasn't even <laughs> funny. I was falling asleep in my team meeting, and it was in person, are you, are you, so it was pretty bad. Are you sure that it was jet lag, or maybe it was just a long weekend? Uh, Probably a combination of both. <laughs> it was one hour, man. 
Yeah. Hey, I I had the three or the two hour difference, and I was a little was a little bad at work as well. So I totally understand. Yeah. What are you drinking tonight, Greg? Uh, I am the sober one in the room. I am drinking water. Cool. Uh, all right. And we also have Ping. Ping, what's going on, man? Hey, Alan, how's it going? Glad to be back on the show once again. As uh, I guess it's a, I'm a regular feature now. Yeah, man, you're always uh, you're always with us live at all these concerts now. So. Well, I've got to get well, your feedback. Technically speaking, I was already at these concerts. You guys were kind of the ones that just started oh. joining me. <laughs> so we just piggy, we piggybacked. We piggybacked. Hey, but you know, it's a good time. So glad, exactly. to, glad to talk about it with you guys. Of course, of course. And what are you, what are you drinking tonight? So I've been watching a lot of Korean dramas recently, and Korean dramas are well known for their invasive PPL. And one of the recent uh, product placements that have been in all of the Korean dramas most recently within the last two seasons is a new, I guess, sub-brand of Jinro's Soju. Um, Usually they are known for their uh, Chamisul line which is in the green bottle and most soju is in the green bottle but they recently came out with a new brand called Jinro or Jinro is back and it comes in a teal bottle and the logo is kind of like a frog or a toad and that has been in all of the Korean dramas that I've watched in the last two seasons uh, so as a victim of product placements and marketing, I decided to pick up a case and I'm actually already finished with a, a bottle right now. I'm on my last shot here. I think I had a Jinro in, uh, in LA when, yeah, the first uh, night. you guys ordered it before uh, I met up with you guys and I ordered another bottle right after. Yeah. I think that was me. I was like, I was like, Hey, this looks familiar. So I got bit by the the product placement bug as well yeah you probably saw it on some korean dramas like uh 2521 or of course uh, I, I don't remember what else you've watched recently but um yeah Our it's, it's ha- in all of them has it oh yeah, yeah so. like every, everything has it recently yeah it's like Damn. it's like when the terra the terra beer came out terra is also by the same um brand um which is uh Height general, I believe, and Tara, you know, it's uh, it's a it comes in a green uh, green can or a green bottle, and it oh, is yes. labeled yes. as an Australian beer, but it's actually a, a Korean beer manufacturer. I don't know if it's made in Australia, but I'm pretty sure it's made in Korea. But like that combination of product placement of Tara and general has just been uh, all. You know, just every time I go out to a Korean restaurant now, it's just like Jinro and Tara and Somek with the combination of the both. And it's great. It's delicious. Yes, I agree. Um, and you have me. I'm Alan, a.k.a. Takeo Ray. Uh, just coming off. It's been nothing but busy ever since I got back from Los Angeles, so I'm actually surprised that I have maybe 80% of my voice now. So um, it doesn't help that I'm drinking 
a <laughs> drinking some wine tonight. I'm drinking a Korean wine called Bohe. It's a black raspberry wine. It's got 14% alcohol in it. I've probably killed a, a good half of it right now, getting prepped and everything. It's very, very sweet. I probably should have had uh, a nice dinner with it tonight, but I, I've been lazy on my day off, so I'm going to pour a little bit more here and cheers to uh, cheers to our great weekend that we had in Los Angeles. So here we go. Cheers. And I, I'm a big fan of Korean food and Korean, you know, just basically Korean culture, right? But Korean food in general. But Korea is not known for wine. So I hope this is the last time you buy Korean wine, at least for the foreseeable future. Uh, it is not high on my daily, weekly wine list. So uh, I'm okay with it right now, but I may go back to my usual Alamos Malbec Um uh, next time I have to go grocery shopping, so cool. But <clears throat> I mean, Anyways. you never know. Like, uh, like 10, 10, 20 years from now, Korea could be like at the forefront of the wine game. But at, <laughs> at the moment, I would dissuade anybody from purchasing Korean wine. I or, you know, like unless it's a specialty type of item, because sometimes they have like, like health. I don't know, like health related wine. I'm, I'm not really sure. Nah, I sh- I should have got Chimasul <laughs> the last time I went. So. But it's all soju. good. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Soju. Or just pick up like a nice cab, you know, California, made in USA. Mm, it, it's been a minute since I've had any type of wine lately. So. Um, oh, I love I love red wine. I love red wine as well. I'm usually a red wine person, but uh, I haven't had an occasion, I guess, to do it. But here we go. All right. So let's get down to it. We got a lot to talk about. We have a lot of feelings from our weekend in Los Angeles for the Twice Encore concert, the Twice Fourth World Tour Three Encore concert. Uh, let's go to topic number one. How did it feel to be in LA? I usually will ask this out of uh, you guys, uh, but uh, I, I can go ahead and go first on my feelings. I could not wait to get out of uh, out of Houston. I was just ready for another little vacation to get away from everything. My goals were to meet up with you guys, meet up with my friends, and go to the beach, and also go to Twice. So I uh, left Houston like at uh, my flight was like at six. Uh, I'm sorry, seven o'clock in the morning. So. I woke up super early, like 4.30 to get to the airport at 5. Um, <clears throat> went to, got to L.A. around like 8.30 time uh, on the West Coast. Uh, buddy, a friend of mine came to pick me up after, at the hotel. My buddy Oreno, we went to get Okonomiyaki and then freaking went to the beach. And that was like perfect. I could not have planned it any other way i wanted to get to the beach as soon as possible and i basically just stayed there for a couple hours so it was, it was great uh greg you have been in canada uh cooped up in north of mexico this whole time how did it feel to finally get out uh and go on a trip since the pandemic yep my uh last trip was when i 
came back from Tokyo in 2020, and I haven't boarded a plane since, so it was all weird and unfamiliar to me. Uh, there was a whole bunch of new things I had to learn about flying to the U.S., like getting like a $40 COVID pre-test for my flight, which they never even looked at, and getting documentation for vaccinations and learning how to uh, learning how to book a flight again in hotels and stuff uh, it's uh, yeah it, it was a big learning experience um, I think the thing I took away from from just traveling again is that airlines really like to nickel and dime you for everything so uh, that was a, a shock to my wallet what do you mean? Like, you had to pay for, like, your onboard luggage or stuff? Uh, yeah, you have to pay for everything now. Like, I think Air Canada was, like, the worst when it came to nickel and diming. Like, they were at the point of, like, charging you to put stuff in the overhead compartment. So <laughs> that, that, that's how terrible it became. So I didn't fly Air Canada. I went with uh, WestJet, and I was able to get... At least a, a premium economy seat for half of what Air Canada was charging. So a lot of those extra charges were were crossed off the list, and I was able to check a bag and able to put something in the overhead compartment and you know have food on the plane. So that was good. Oh, I don't I don't get any of those. I guess it's because I fly Southwest, and you can bring like two. You could check in two bags for free if needed. I only usually just check in one, and it's usually a suitcase half full, anyways. But uh, but yeah, man, that's uh, at least you got uh, a little bit cheaper on your on the other flight. Yeah, well, just uh, remember in Canada, there's only really two airlines, so it's not like there's a lot of choice. You go with one, or you go with the other. It's definitely it's definitely airline based because I know like Alan you were saying with Southwest you get the two checked bags for free. Um, most carriers in the United States require you to pay for a checked bag. I have frequent flyer miles. I'm like a status frequent flyer status, so I get one free checked bag on Delta. But I know something like United, you have to pay for everything as well. Like you have to pay for your checked bags, each checked bag for, you know, the first one, the second one, you have to pay them. Um, even just to bring a carry on onto the plane is an additional fee. Like it's not the basic economy class. There's like another economy class ticket where you have to pay more so that you're allowed to bring in a personal item and a carry on. Otherwise, you can only bring on a personal item. Yep, that sounds like uh, Air Canada. Uh, let's see. And uh, what about when you touched down in LA? What was what was your first thing that you needed to do? Uh, I need to get to my hotel. Um, so our friend Hero picked me up, and we drove to my hotel, which is actually a very short distance from the airport. Um, and as you guys can attest to, there's no parking in that place. So it was kind of hard to find parking just to drop off my bag and check in and stuff. But uh, once oh, you got yeah, that done, right. then uh, we went to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffle just a few short minutes away from the yeah. hotel. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, you can't uh, miss out on Roscoe's. It was eye opening. I'll say that. And you were like, you were basically like full for the rest of the day, right? <laughs> yeah, the portions are <clears throat> definitely American size compared to Canada. <clears throat> I told you not to I, get the whole I only chicken, got, Greg. Uh, a breast and a waffle. Already. That's already the first mistake. Dark meat, leg and a thigh, couple waffles. <laughs> well, I think I might good. have overdone it because, yeah, I got the breast, the waffle, the macaroni and cheese, and a biscuit Damn. and gravy. Oh, yep. It sounds you're delicious, but yeah. I can see why you weren't feeling that well after. It's all good. It was worth it. Uh, oh, definitely. I think this next time I might oh, have yeah. to uh, put Roscoe's on the list uh, when I go to... Uh, next anyways, time, huh? uh, <laughs> uh Ping, what about you? Uh, what was your usual? You didn't have any issues like last time, did you? Uh, yeah, well, did we actually talk about that? I don't that? think we did, um, but... Uh, I don't think we did, because this is the... F- yeah, because this is the first... This is the first sit-down podcast that we've done since the Twice World Tour first started in February, because we were originally going to sit down after that tour was ended, but then they announced the next tour. <laughs> so we're like, okay, let's just wait until the Encore tour is over to record. But um, yeah, this is already the second time I've gone to LA for twice. And in February, uh, I think, oh, I, we, I didn't record it, but we did talk about it in New York. But um, yeah, I went to the two nights in February and then I went to the two nights again uh, a few weeks ago or last week, a couple weeks ago. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's not really much different, you know, like this time I just came in for the weekends, basically, and it was very tiring because we just did so much stuff that weekend. Basically, I came in, landed, didn't have the same issues as last time where I got delayed for my flight was delayed for 10 hours because they couldn't find a pilot. The pilot, the original pilot went AWOL. I don't remember I had mentioned this before, but the original pilot went AWOL and then they couldn't find a new pilot. I ended up uh, taking a later flight until at um, 10 hours later and then eventually by my bag made it to LA. But this time, no problems, made it to LA quite smoothly. It actually arrived early. Um, Oh, I did rent a car through Turo and uh, that was kind of a cluster because the the Turo guy who was handling the car was supposed to pick me up at the airport at 8 or um, 9, 9 p.m. so that I could have the car. But he he sent a message at like 8.30 and said, hey, um, I'm going to need you to come out to uh, Torrance to pick up the car. I'll, I'll call you an Uber. And I was like, Oh no, don't worry about it. Just come, just come, you know, come on time or come, come a little bit late. That's fine. I'll wait at the airport. And then at nine, he's like, mess he messaged me. I'm, I'm calling you I can call you an Uber because I'm not going to be able to make it there. I'm like, okay, fine. So he, he called me an Uber. Um, it was like an Uber black or whatever, like an Escalade. So that was kind of cool, but it was like, it's like a 15 minute drive, 15 to 20 minute drive South of LAX to go to Torrance, which is, um, 
you know, if I was going in that direction, it'd be nice. But downtown LA is half an hour north of LAX. So it essentially added another 20 minutes to when I was supposed to meet Greg and Alan in downtown LA in Koreatown. I had to drive from Torrance all the way up there. It took me like an hour to drive up there. Um, so it was already like nine, nine something, you know, by the time I get to the, 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 the mall where I'm supposed to pick up the car, it's like 930 almost. Right. And then I get to, I get to the mall. It's the fashion um, Del Amo Fashion Plaza or Del Amo Fashion Center. I can't remember exactly what it's called in Torrance. Um, it's just, I think it's a Simon Mall. But I was there and then the, guy, the guy's not even there with the car. I had to wait like another 15, 20 minutes for him to to bring the car to me. So it was just like a, a you know, a pain in the ass. Finally got the car. It was a Tesla Model 3, a 2021 model performance Model 3, which was really cool. Um but yeah, I mean that whole pickup experience was just really sour for me, especially because I like I got was able to land early, and you know actually it didn't really matter landing early because I ended up I wasn't able to pick up the car until like an hour and a half after I landed. So, um, but yeah, I finally made it out to you know get the car and then made it out to downtown LA where I met with Alan and Greg. Where? Oh yeah, that's right. We went to we were at the Izakaya, right? Yeah, we met yeah, at the. That's right. We met up at the Isakaya with another that's friend right. of ours, and uh, by the time I got there, everyone was like, "Oh, I don't really feel like eating," so I pretty much ate like what? three. What I ate? <laughs> you ate a little bit, but by the but time I, was I got from there, earlier. I was full yeah. From by the time earlier. I got there, I pretty much had like three dishes, three or four dishes to myself, <laughs> and like a bottle of soju. But hey, you know it's a good time. I was a little yeah. bit stressed from the Turo situation, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, made it. Flight was early. Turo was late. You know, can't can't win them all, I guess. No, no, I can't win them all. Um, and that Model Three had the ugliest gills <laughs> attached to the side. I was just like, oh my god. Yeah. So, like I said, it's the Model Three performance, but they did like some modifications to it but it's you know they're like not really modifications like cosmetic modifications but some of the cosmetic modifications were a little bit uh distasteful for me oh, personally I, speaking. I, because i'm around it all the time i was like uh i see every little thing that people do to their cars and like this is not like the best one i've seen and one of the gills was basically barely holding on by tape so uh let's go on to the uh, our next topic here we have a uh, quick comparisons similarities and differences between the other concerts um since uh ping and i were at the previous shows we could kind of talk about this uh, in a, li a little bit so um ping did you what were the quick kind of differences between the encore concerts and the ones that we went to or the ones that twice had uh during their tour back in february differences i mean straight off the bat the opening outfits i believe were different mm -hmm. oh yes but i mean i i think you had mentioned that you prefer the original ones but i actually really like the new ones more um Besides the outfits, I mean, it was an outdoor stadium, mm -hmm. and that was, I mean, that was one of the main reasons why I 
told myself like I'm I'm going to fly out to LA to see Twice again for two nights again when I had just seen them four times two months ago. But yeah, I mean it was you know they kept saying that it was their first time performing at an outdoor venue, and I was just thinking to myself like is that really true? And I went to their tour history and yeah it's true the the only places that they performed were like domes and stuff so yeah that was actually the first time they performed at an outdoor stadium a a concert tour so it was really cool to experience dancing and singing to moonlight under the moonlight yeah yeah that was really cool um yeah outdoor stadium that's that's also the other it was a big reason for me to go as well it's kind of like all right they're in a giant soccer stadium so it's not a small arena and we're gonna be with more fans and it's gonna be it's gonna be great it's gonna be different um the set themselves like the set the set was catered more towards the larger stadium larger screens basically on each end Oh yeah, yeah, on each end of the stage, um, the 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 opening outfits, the white ones. I think uh, I think it fits better with the opening, <clears throat> like the open air stadium. It was a little windy uh, night too, and I felt like that that really showed off the outfits. They ended up saving the old red ones for uh, Stephen Colbert, anyways, back in New York. So. Um, any the the set list was basically pretty similar besides the encores so uh yeah i mean the encore was different for every every show anyway except right for, so except for one damn song that they played all the time but anyways um <laughs> vip situation but, um, was kind of similar similar bags similar uh goods like the uh what was it the mask and the sunglasses the VIP um, lanyard was really nice. It's, it was different this time, uh, but we yeah, the VIP lanyard was a uh, transparent or not transparent, but like it was like uh, it was like translucent. Yeah, uh, but I thought it was smart for me to bring the fanny pack from the previous tours because it was a clear bag you oh, could yeah. wear it, and then I ended up getting another one, and I'm like double fanny packing it. <laughs> <laughs> the same, whole time same. so i think if i ever have to go next time and i get another fanny pack i'm just gonna give it to somebody i don't need i have four of them now i don't think i need any more but i i've i've i think i've i have five four no i have four as well yeah I have four uh let's see so but besides that though like you had mentioned the stage. The stage was oh, yeah. so much better, in my opinion, compared to the uh, the original tour in February. Be- just because, I mean, it's essentially the same. Really, the only major difference were the screens. But the screens were way better. Because in the original tour, the way, the, the way that the screens were, the, the screens on the side were actually projected. They, they used projectors to display... Um, the video on the sides of the stage. But if you were too far to the side of the stage, you couldn't see any of the video. And it kind of sucked. You know, speaking from experience, this screen or this tour or this encore tour 
the the screens were much nicer, much wider, and they were angled in a in a in a more uh, I don't know if like efficient. It's a much you know just basically in a, in a way that everyone could see the screens. So that alone was like a huge upgrade in, in my book. It it helped that and the, also like it helped that the screens were actually you know five times larger, a regular well. size. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they were huge, and. The, the venue itself, like you had mentioned that, oh, it's a huge soccer arena. But actually, like when I when we got to the venue, I was like really impressed on how nice the the venue was. Like I was expecting uh, something like well, I've, I've gone to see BTS at like football stadiums and even a first level seat there. Like when you look at when you look at the artists performing, they look like ants. They're so far away. Like, I can't imagine what, like, a, a second-level or third-level seat would have been like. But at the uh, Bank of California Stadium, where Twice performed, like, even the, fir- like, the first-level seat, the second-level seat, the third-level seat, it felt close enough where you were going to really enjoy the show, even though you had, like, nosebleeds, for example. Do you know what I mean? And you can definitely hear the fans from those uh, other sections as well. Uh, With us being on the floor, they were doing the whole like first floor, second floor, third floor thing. So Dahyun time. Uh, But Dubu time. (laughs) Dubu time. Uh, But it's like, I thought the sound would carry upwards in because it was open air, but it felt like you can hear the fans better on the second and third floors because it just it just sounded so well. I don't know how the acoustics were set up that day or how that stadium's acoustics are, but it felt like there was twenty thousand people in that in that place, and it felt really good to be there. Well, I imagine as a soccer player playing at your home stadium, you want to be able to hear the fans and get the energy, right? So I'm sure they designed it in a way where it would be audible in a in a good way, right? And then um, other similarities, like setlets was similar, outfits were similar, um, differences, other differences I can think of, like you were saying the stage is uh, really The good. merch, because you, you did talk about the VIP, yes. you did talk about the VIP uh, goods that were provided mm-hmm. as a VIP um, guest, I guess, but the tour merch that they came out with this time was really nice actually because it was very specific since the tour was only in LA they had basically maybe like six new pieces of apparel and half of them were not well half of them were firstly half of them were LA specific and then another half of them were more general tour merch but all of them were really nice especially the LA specific tour merch and I'm hoping I I noticed that the LA specific tour merch they had plenty of I assume because they were they're planning to sell it only in LA but the other general tour merch the new tour merch that they came out was really great too so I'm hoping that they sell it online like uh, the previous uh, tour merch as well from from February and there were tons of places to buy the merch. Like they even set up uh, uh, an offsite to go buy 
merchandise that Friday, that Friday before the concert. So people could go pick, pick go to that area and pick up and buy merch. I had a couple of friends that went that said there wasn't that many people there. So you could have totally got some of the goods that you needed right off the bat. And in the arena themselves, there were tons of booths, like all around the arena. We actually had one VIP booth on the actual floor. Um, but uh, it was very... If <clears throat> The second night was a little tough because all the limits or all the personalized ones, like the personalized dates in LA, those people were out of luck trying to get those merch and it was a good thing that guy i got no you got you got it backwards they 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 had the la merch fully in stock again like i said because i assume they're only planning to sell it in la basically everything that wasn't la branded they they ran out over the first day but you're right like they learned from the first tour on how much you know how much people want merch yeah. right and they had like so much merch available they, didn't, they had they didn't available. learn about the uh candy bong stuff because you couldn't get the candy bongs or the uh the wrist ones there at the time so the, well i think this might be more of a supply issue versus a we decided not to bring it um you know like i'm sure you're aware like even like light sticks are being affected by shortages uh, like the Dreamcatcher light stick was out of stock for two years. So it, it's not by choice necessarily that they don't want to stock a candy bong or they don't want to bring the the light wristbands or the um, light bands. But um, you were able to pre-order them. True, true. I did get my, um, I did finally get my elusive tote bag that I, I couldn't get in New York. So I was like, yes. My day, my day is already better <laughs> here in LA. I've got the got the tote bag and was able to put all my goods inside of it. Uh, first day, second day, I was. I'm glad I bought that online. I, I'm glad I bought that online. <laughs> the uh, when it came out on the online shop, but I know Greg. I had to buy one for Greg, and that was kind of a hassle trying to find <laughs> out where to buy it. The uh, the second day, I was not worried about merch at all. I was like, okay, I got all mine. I think I was helping helping people get theirs. I was like, yeah, go to the merch booth over here. They got stuff. And I think Dell Del was trying to find some shirts. And uh, he had to – he couldn't find the first shirt that he wanted because it didn't – they were already sold out. And we were we were there before, you know, General Mission was there. So it's a little tougher on day two, I think. I have to say, like – Pro tip to anybody who's listening to this and can afford it. If you see something and you're not sure about it, just buy it. Just buy it. And then if you don't like it, sell it later. Because on the first night, uh, they had this like peach colored crew neck sweater. And I was like, uh, I'm not really sure I like it. Um, so I didn't buy it. And then the second night I started seeing people wearing it and I was like, Oh my gosh, it actually looks really cool. Let me buy it and it sold out everywhere. God. So now I have to hope that they, that they have to sell it online. So, you know, just if the, if it's in stock, they have it, you're kind of interested in it and you have the money, just buy it, sell it later if you don't like it, because, uh, otherwise you're going to be in the, in my shoes, like right now, hoping that they're going to sell it online later. Yeah. Uh, and then one of the big differences, obviously, uh, coming to an outdoor stadium, they actually surprised us with fireworks at the at the very end. Spoilers, but uh, it was really. Oh, we're talking about this already. I, well, just just I just want to just go over like just that one big difference. But yeah, they had fireworks. So 
Um, but yeah, uh, Greg, <laughs> Greg, uh, this is your first time seeing twice, correct? So this is your time, uh, to give your initial thoughts on how, um, as a first timer, what you thought about, uh, uh, the, the arena we were in the VIP stuff, go for it. The venue uh, reminded me a lot of Tokyo Dome, um, so it wasn't uh, too much of a, a shock to me being in a venue of that size. Although uh, I had ground seats at Wrestle Kingdom, so it's kind of similar to uh, to the seats I had at uh, at Twice. But um, yeah, being outside was kind of interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah, it just was really hot. Uh, that was my first impression of being outside for for that concert. Is at the beginning it was very hot, but only during the day when we were waiting. But when the show started, it was it cooled down oh, yeah, a lot. Oh yeah, the temperature dropped to to what I'm used to anyway. Uh, where I am in Canada, it, it it never really gets that hot. So I was kind of uh kind of dying on the first day a little bit and even standing in line for for water yeah there, there's no shade in that place so it's it's pretty brutal well the shade was technically on the left side yeah <laughs> just because of like where the angle of the sun was beaming down on our section and we're like people were getting toasty and you see people like bringing umbrellas just to shield themselves from the sun. I was like, why didn't I think of that? But, but yeah, I totally know what you mean. Yeah, it was pretty brutal. I felt really bad for all those people in the onesies. It's because like, man, they must be boiling. <laughs> so, um, also the the seating, uh, yeah, it was pretty uh, cramped. I guess a little bit. But I guess that's par for the course for those those types of stadiums. But Dude, uh, the the chair the chairs were uh, zip tied together yeah. in the VIP <laughs> section. So all of a sudden I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Oh yeah, when you move one chair, you move all the chairs. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, I got uh, spoiled by the VIP experience. So I've never had VIP to any concert ever in my life. I'm usually a yeah. uh, get inside of the building type of guy. So VIP is definitely the way to go, especially for K-pop. Yeah. Uh, I, I have to say that K-pop VIP hits different compared to VIP for like a J-pop concert or a American concert. It's just you get more for what you pay but it's also i think more expensive so yeah the the cost is offsetted by the benefits so i think it's well worth the money i blame 100 agree i blame you now because i blame you paying because now i feel like everything i have to go to i gotta get vip for everything if you if you are a fan of the artist you have to try to go for vip because especially as a international K-pop fan. If you're in Korea, 
the opportunities to see these artists are so plentiful. Like, if you miss out on VIP once, it's not really a big deal. But if you want to see, like, your favorite K-pop artist and they're coming to the, the States and perhaps it is the only stop that you're going to be able to see them, you have to go for a VIP because... Like, you might never see them again. A lot of artists, especially back when I was a kid um, or, you know, kid, teenager or, or young adult, um, I was only able to see, you know, because financially I, I didn't have that much money. I was only able to see people like Wonder Girls um, or 2PM uh, or, or, or like um, back in the day, it was the Korean Music Festival in L.A. I was only able to do those things or see these artists maybe once in my life and to not have the best possible experience seeing some of my favorite artists that I might never ever see again. Um, it's just like a no brainer. You have to go for a VIP, uh, in my personal opinion. Yep. I agree. VIP was definitely the way to go. Um, sound check. Uh, it wasn't really a sound check, right? It was more like, uh, just wave at the fans and try to throw gifts on the stage at them from what I saw. Yeah, they call, they call it a sound check, but they do they complete their rehearsals hours before the show. Um, basically, the sound check is just a VIP benefit where, you know, the VIP the people who pay for VIP can get to see an extra three songs or or more or or less depending on um, who the artist is. Okay, yeah. So I I was really curious about that. It was my first time seeing the members of Twice up close. So I think I mentioned to this to the guys during dinner, but um, yeah, they're tiny ass women. <laughs> that was my first impression of them. I think we actually yeah. said that um, right after the sound check when you and I got on the podcast together or got on the recording together. That's actually like one of the first. Oh, that's true. Said. Yeah, when uh, we were recording yeah. our uh, our segment before the show, tiny ass women at the venue. Yeah, yeah. Def- definitely. Uh, a lot smaller than than on video but i guess that's to be expected because they're always larger than life on video um yeah i mean when you are not used to seeing when you're not used to seeing k-pop artists in person yet um everyone just looks like smaller than what you might expect but when you actually look at their their bio stats like on their profiles it's all it all ma- it all matches up, you know. They're all around fifty kilograms, um, you know, five five or less. Maybe sometimes if they're a little bit taller, like five six or five seven. But I don't think anyone twice is that tall. So they're all very small, um, you know, compared to what you might think when you're seeing them on TV. And you know how what they say, like the TV adds like ten pounds or five kilos, right? So, uh, and they're always trying to make them look taller in pictures, like on Instagram and. Uh, on TV, so when you when you whenever people I know whenever like people see K-pop artists for the first time, like even even the dudes they're like wow this is they're they're smaller than I imagined you know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean the last time I saw any K-pop artist up close was the Wonder Girls during their uh, two different tiers tour. So that's a long oh, time wow. ago. So I was like twenty ten. Yeah. 2011 maybe so seeing k-pop artists now um yeah def- definitely a, a shock to my system because uh, i definitely thought chewy was taller than than she actually was <laughs> so but uh, i mean she's she's the tallest among all the shorties yeah and yeah uh, i was 
happy to see uh, uh, Dubu in her sweatsuit sweating her ass off during the uh, the first day there. Uh, that was probably a bad idea to wear uh, a track or the, the jogging suit with the, the hoodie. Yeah, in that type of heat, but oh well. If she wanted to sweat off a few extra pounds before the concert, I guess that's the way to do it. She drank that L.A. water, man. She drank that L.A. water. She was good. <laughs> she was super hydrated. Uh, what else? Uh, the actual concert itself um i saw spoiler videos of what you guys saw in new york and in la and what people saw in tokyo the month before and yeah all those bootleg videos don't even show how much fun a twice concert actually is and how uh how they present themselves and uh how the the flow of the show is it, it's definitely something that went a lot faster than I expected uh, it just was non-stop even with like those short intermissions for the costume changes it's the fastest four hours of your life it didn't feel like four hours at all man yeah that's for sure I don't know if you guys remember but when we had the year-end show was it last year or the year before, I don't remember, but it was the year where Twice did their online concert. <laughs> and we discussed like thing, like the most disappointing things of the year. And I had mentioned that the Twice online concert was probably the most one of the most disappointing things of the year for me. And I believe at the time I had mentioned it's because of how much energy Twice gets from performing in front of their fans. And I'm sure now you, from firsthand experience, you understand exactly what I meant by that. Because when I experienced them in Twice Lights in 2019 versus their online concert, uh, I think it's like called like Twice Around the World or something, uh, which I thought was like the worst concert I had ever watched. It's just like the contrast is so different. Like Twice isn't even my favorite group. I don't think they're even in my top five. But whenever I go to see a Twice concert, so far in my lifetime, every Twice concert has been my favorite concert ever, personally speaking. Like when the 2019 Twice Lights came out, that was my favorite concert. When 2022 uh, Twice Fourth World Tour 3 came out, that was my favorite concert. And now the Encore, now this is my favorite concert. It's just that... The, the experience seeing twice in person, their energy level, their performances, it's just, I mean, like, and also their songs, right? I mean, they've just had nonstop banger after banger for six straight years. It's just been crazy. And it's not stopping. There's no, sh there's no signs of it s slowing down at all. And to be able to see them perform, like... <laughs> Like the encore, right? The, the roulette wheel comes out and they have all these songs on there. And like, I'm happy listening to every single song that comes out on that roulette wheel. And they change the roulette wheel on a regular basis. And there's like different songs on there all the time. It's just their discography is completely insane. And they're not even performing like their Japanese stuff. Like the Japanese stuff, they have like a lot of really good Japanese songs as well. So um, yeah, just definitely seeing twice in person, performing 
in front of their fans is just a completely different experience. And like Greg was saying, like that, that those three and a half to four hours, it just flies by so fast. When you go to see another concert that's like an hour and a half to two hours long, when you're done with that, it's like, wow, that that was nothing compared to a Twice concert. But, you know, it's, it's all relative, right? For sure. But I, I think, yeah, you definitely get your money's worth with uh, with Twice. You, you definitely don't go home disappointed. Uh, speaking of the, the music and the set list, um, I know you guys probably wanted certain songs to be played. I didn't particularly care. <laughs> I just wanted to be there. So whatever was played, I was I was pretty happy with. I, I'm not too picky about whatever twice songs are are not played as long as you know I'm there to see it. So I I didn't really care at all. I know talking to uh, talking to our friend Hero, uh, he was being real picky about the set list since he's seen it like five times already. So. Um, but is there is there a song or a couple of songs that stood out to you? Um, look at the set list right now on the Wikipedia. Um, the one that stood out to me the most was Moonlight. Definitely. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Only uh, my favorite. Yeah, totally. Uh, totally an 80s vibe there. Um, I wrote in my review that it sounded like a DeBarge song, but I'm pretty sure people who read my reviews don't e- aren't even old enough to know who DeBarge are. But um, yeah, it was that kind of 80s song that like my cousins used to listen to so that that kind of brought back some some happy memories there that type of groove um the other one I actually liked was um actually I like icon <laughs> for some reason that one's good too yeah because the crowd could yell along with it and yeah they get hype yeah those were the the two that uh that I liked the most anyway on both nights. Uh, and I guess I'll add a third just because of uh, uh, bias duties, but push and pull as well. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. I agree. Yeah, but those were... But all of them really were fantastic songs. So, I mean, even the most uh, smug uh, K-pop fan who who is very picky about music should at least find one or two songs to enjoy at a twice concert. Otherwise, why the hell are you there? I think you underestimate, you underestimate smug twice. I mean, smug K-pop fans who hate twice. You mean, you mean, you mean thrice. I think twice is, I think twice's haters are called thrice or something like that. Sure. I don't even think about them. Yeah. I, I don't know who exactly. these people are. Um, I, kind of tend to ignore uh, all that bullshit because I'm too old for that crap now. (laughs) Um, What else about that concert? Did you have did you have any particular members that stood out for you? Oh, of course, Dubu. I mean, that's number one. But if we go outside of the the bias, then I would say Number two was Momo. I got real good views of Momo on day two. <laughs> so that that was uh, quite the pleasant viewing experience. And uh, Chaeyoung. 
Chaeyoung was super cute this concert. Yep. These two nights. She really stood out for me. Yep, got to see some of uh, some of them tramp stamps up close. So that's good. <laughs> oh my god. And uh, of course Jiho. Um, just a big ball of energy. Yes. Got Jiho. Oh my god. All Baptized. Right. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. So let's go into uh, we're going to go down kind of like our minuses and pluses. Uh, I always put minuses first because just to get the bad stuff out the way, <laughs> that way we can complain. Um, we'll talk about like uh, the minuses for, for day one. Um, we can we can start with like uh, a few things like uh, you guys were mentioning the heat. Um, the heat, uh, I can definitely feel people's i guess problems with it because uh even for vip they had us i guess outside in lines next to the uh, los angeles olympic stadium that was next door and it was like in the 90s uh it was in a 90 degree weather it was dry uh, um and the sun was directly over us basically a lot of the time so the staff were trying to do their best to like move the lines towards shaded areas, which I appreciated. But unfortunately, my line was still out in the sun, so it kind of sucked. Um, I didn't have really any issues with the heat because it's usually hotter from where I'm at. And I was like, I'm enjoying my time out here. <laughs> so, uh, But in the stadium, while we were waiting for the sound check to begin yeah some people were not having it and it was it was the sun directly right above us and it sucked and i remember they were telling us we couldn't have water to bring into the stadium and then they changed their mind because that was like a california law about something like you can't bring water into the same I, I don't remember but it was some sort of bs about that um and then after the uh, the sound check, the on the floor there was three booths basically. So in the left section there was a bar that was open. <laughs> so anybody that was dying of heat went to the bar area right away. In the middle section was merchandise, so that was already filled up. And to the right of that was like a big popcorn stand. So you either get you either get hydrated, you get your merch. Or everything smells like popcorn after that, after that, uh, that going on. So, um, what do you guys, what else do, what other gripes do you guys have after the first day? Can I start? Go for it. So for the first day, so we discussed the heat, right? I mean, that, that's out of people's hands and the way that the stadium is built or, the outdoor outside the stadium is built. I mean, it would have been nice if they had built some shade in those areas, but I mean, it is what it is. And the Live Nation staff, um, they had it worse than most people because they were decked out in all black clothing for their uniforms, right? So, uh, you know, we can complain about the heat, but heat, the heat is what it is. It's LA. And yeah, it sucked, but, uh, you know, we made it out alive. 
and uh, we got to enjoy the Twice concert, right? As far as the my negatives about the first night, um, really, there's two things that immediately come to mind, and it's the first is the security, yep. where a lot of the I don't know how it was in the the seated sections, like at the first and second level, but in the VIP section and the on the floor level, people were just like rushing the stage regardless of where they were sitting so while greg and i were at the front right next to the stage on the right hand side stage left people from like one or two sections behind us were just like running into our section and getting up onto the stage and they didn't have enough security there to keep them out essentially and that was a little bit of a sour experience. I mean, it's not like it directly affects me in a negative way, but um, it was a little bit distracting. And I know that is not was not intentional. And that was not, you know, I mean, the Twice concerts or JYP concerts in general are typically seated on the floor for a reason. Um, aside from that, the crowd in general on the first night I was not a fan of the crowd. Uh, they were very quiet, uh, relatively speaking. Um, they didn't really have a lot of energy compared to other shows that I had been to. And um, a lot of them were rude as well, like the people who were rushing the the front of the stage. Um, you know, whenever there was a moment or a time to sing along or a cheer or um, really give energy to the girls. It was just like very low energy from the crowd on the first night, which um, thankfully by the second night, all of these things were fixed. But yeah, those were um, my negatives for the first night. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to have to follow up uh, with Ping's complaint about the crowd. Um, I also felt the the low energy, uh, definitely compared to the second night, which was way more intense. Uh, I also noticed, um, yeah, a bunch of strangers coming into our row as well. <laughs> uh, it's like, uh, where did all these people come from, and how did they get to the the side of the stage so quickly? Um, but it opened up. Uh, a lot of space for me to move around so i mean i can't complain too much um the other i guess major complaint i had was just the there was like this couple in front of us some mushroom head motherfucker and his girlfriend kept holding up a it's my birthday sign and yeah that that kind of blocked my view during certain songs and um yeah it didn't want to tell them to put the sign down, but you know, there's they're not going to see your sign. <laughs> Just put the sign down. Um, and and the people around us, um, Ping and I were were around a lot of video uh, amateur videographers. Um, I noticed a lot of people just had their cell phones up the entire night. Um, I knowing that I was going to see the concert a second time, I spent the first night just absorbing the entire show as it is i didn't really take a lot of pictures or video i just wanted to you know 
experience twice and I kind of forgot what it's like to be at a concert in North America because in I'm used to going to concerts in Japan now and no one has their cell phone up and coming back to America everyone's hands are up and I'm watching the concert through their cell phone which is kind of disappointing but there's a yeah. there's a there's a few things about that I mean first of all it's a cultural thing like in Japan uh, not that I've experienced it but I assume you know they're much more aware about being rude to people around them and ho- holding your cell phone up blocking other people's views is typically considered rude um, so usually for me, like if I'm trying to record something, I usually try to keep it as close to like in front of my face as possible so that it's not really blocking other people. And I try not to record the entire fucking concert. Right. Um, I think a lot of young people, you know, sounding like a boomer now, I think a lot of young people who have not experienced a lot of concerts perhaps this is like their first time attending a concert or this is their first time seeing twice or maybe this is their only time seeing twice they get caught up in the fact that hey i'm here i want to record everything and i want to be able to look at this on my phone in the future but when you when you start going to more concerts you start to realize like why am i why am i spending all this money to watch my cons to watch a concert through my phone Right. You're 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 recording it. You're watching it on your phone instead of watching it with your own eyeballs just so that you can watch it on your phone again later when there are thousands of other people with a better seat than you that are recording the same exact thing that you could just watch again on YouTube later. So it's it's kind of like just a thought process. You have to realize there's no point in me recording this entire fucking concert. If you want to record like some clips for your memories, I 100% agree. I think that's that's great. Like, hey, this is where I was. You can look back on it. You know, sometimes your phone or Facebook or whatever will be like, on this day, five years ago, you were at this concert. It's like, oh, that's really cool. But, you know, there's no point in reti- recording the entire concert and missing seeing them perform right in front of your own two eyeballs just to watch it through your phone your little tiny five inch, six inch screen um, that you could just watch them on YouTube on your 56 inch TV or something like down the road later, right? So anyway, uh, like Alan and I on the second night had that kind of issue too where there there was a guy in front of us who uh, recorded the entire fucking concert on his phone. (laughs) Yeah. But but I I gotta be first to put up the whole concert on my YouTube channel, guys. I gotta, I gotta, there's, gotta get it for the views, man. <laughs> there's 50 other people that are thinking the same exact thing with a better seat than you. <laughs> I know. So it, it was funny because we went back to a hotel room and I was like, you know what? I bet there's stuff already up. And I, I, of course I knew. And you just hit play and it's just like, okay, there, there, there it is. And part of me is like, haha, you have a really shitty seat or you're recording from like way up in the second floor. And, you know, I'm like, Hey, good for you, but we had we had the greatest seats because we're right there in front of the floor. Um, I um, I in New York I did record a lot, but I ended up not. I barely even look through through the videos now, so I was not in like recording mode. I was like, okay, let me record a few things. I think I maybe recorded ten second videos because I just wanted at least something. 
but I wasn't in that mindset. I was like, I was, I was like, I'm right here. I'm very fucking close. I'm going to just enjoy with my own eyeballs. Um, but yeah, I, I will also piggyback on that security and the usher stuff, man, some people like there, there was no security, so it wasn't, they weren't able to control it. I know in New York, I was, I had an aisle seat and I was basically half in that aisle. And then every so often there was an usher was like, all right, move in. And I was like, wow, they really got us on lockdown, but it looked really nice. Right. Uh, in the first night, it looked like a cluster clusterfuck. I, I couldn't imagine what it looked like from, from the higher floors, but down near us, like we could literally move six, seven seats over cause everybody just crowded those areas. I had nothing but short people like around me, like, uh, these two girls that were next to me were, were, you know, talking and being friends and everything. And they were just like, we can move over, we can move over. And all of a sudden, yep. Basically every song we just moved eight, uh, seven, eight seats over because everybody just spilled into the aisleway. So it, it, it sucked. It sucked. And some dude was like in front of us. He was just kind of sitting down. He was on something. He must have been on like some sort of pink pills is what the words that were going around in that area. But he was just like knocked out. He was like, uh, he was not responsive. And we see medics come over, but the medics were trying to fight through like the sea of people. And you could see the medics like talking to him. He's like, answering and they do the whole like pen light test and look at his eyeballs and they they were trying to move him out of that area but people were blocking the way and i'm like well this fucking sucks and this sucks for him hopefully he's okay but man there were like in my area people were kind of like uh <laughs> dropping a little bit like flies here and there so and it sucked that they couldn't control that stuff um i know in night two people were like we're going to do the same thing. We're going to just rush the, the aisleways. And they weren't happening at night too. So I was very happy about that. Um, we talked about like the cramped seatings earlier. Um, anything from night one that y'all can remember that was like a negative? Uh, aside from the other stuff, like it's not really concert related, but when we, when I went to the forum in LA to see the show, the staff and the parking and getting in and out were like so friendly. It was super smooth and it was like easy to get in and easy to get out. But like trying to get in and out of that area to park and to get, the, you know, to leave, it just took forever. Like on the first night I was there for like almost an hour just trying to get out of the stadium. Um, the second night was thankfully much less because I was able to park at a closer to the exit parking spot. But yeah, I mean, the parking is not very streamlined in, in at Bank of California. I don't know if that's a normal thing or what, but yeah, it's just one of the worst experiences I've had going to a stadium in a long time. Which is weird because like the first night, like Dell and I got got out really fast and I I, I don't I think it's probably because they opened up an extra exit like right next to us, but it was like the same exit we took the second night, so I was kind of like, "Oh, there it is." So it wasn't so bad. But the bad part I felt like was like the $50 for parking. I was like, holy shit, $50 and we're parking here. At least, at least we're here. So I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll chip in. I was like, that's a Monday in New York city. I was like, damn, damn. Well, 
even then I was like, ugh. Anyways, um, Greg, any uh, other negatives from night one or day one? Uh, from night one, I do recall uh, seeing a couple of people jump up onto their seats to get a better view. There was like two women in front of us. Oh my god, were yeah. really short, and they jumped up on their seats. And I never saw them again. So I don't know if they moved to the side near the stage with everyone else or if they got booted. But yeah, that was kind of annoying. Uh, minus, uh, a minus from night one for me was they took Roland off the roulette wheel and I was very disappointed. <laughs> well, that was a minus for both nights. I think it was a minus for everybody. They had, they had extra songs. However, <laughs> they didn't have Roland. I, I think... Like, I think their management saw what happened during the first tour, and they were like, not again. They're like, Dubu already drinking that L.A. water. This is going to be a problem. I think my, my problem with the roulette wheel is that it what it didn't break and spin endlessly. So yeah, that was my problem. <laughs> uh, Reference to the, the tour in February. <laughs> uh, the, other, the other thing that kind of spilled over tonight, too... Um, that was a negative that that I felt with talking to all the other fans on night two is like, man, if we hear TT again, we don't want to hear TT again. Please, no more TT. Like it's the one song that's been on like every every encore, every concert, and it's it's. I'm like, that's not random, you know. Nyan always puts his on TT and everything. It was like TT and Signal. Signal I can I can do, but like so everybody. I, I, I know you. I know you complain about that, but for a lot of people, that is their first twice concert, and you can't you can't like just say like oh don't perform the biggest hit that you've had in your career. I know. The one that I know. Put you on but the map in Japan. I know. However, that's how I felt, and that's how a lot of sure, other fans felt. And it's just like that could be how you feel, but you've already this is your fourth time seeing them. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, like ah, no more TT, please. But you know, the the crowd erupts when TT comes on. It's like, all right, it's TT again. I'm like, you know, re- referring a little bit to, um, I think you guys were talking about like the songs that you were looking forward to or songs you were disappointed that they didn't perform. I mean, I have been fortunate enough to see them perform almost their entire Korean discography at this point. So I'm not like left for want. I'm not left for wanting anything. I'm happy with whatever they perform because I've already seen pretty much everything that they could perform. But again, like I said, a lot of people, this is their first twice concert. And this is their first time even having the opportunity to see them perform TT, which is one of their most popular songs. So you I, I you know, it could be a negative for you, but you know, for me this you know, this might be like my I don't know how many times I've seen them perform T T in person, but I still enjoy listening to it and watching them perform it. Well, if I never hear it for the rest of my life, I'm okay. So that's how I felt wow. about T Wow. So this is coming from uh the guy who's twice twice is their top top two k-pop group yeah unbelievable and i used to i used to listen to the japanese version of tt like even more than the korean one and i'm like i'm tapped out already i'm like done but i was with some of the fans like some of the fans wrote wrote cruel on the uh, like they made signs or like play cruel or cruel or whatnot everybody's shouting cruel and we didn't get cruel cruel. and i was like fuck oh well 
here it comes TT. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah, I understand if it was like your first time seeing twice. Boom. TT. The crowd goes nuts for TT. I was like, I was like, and, I had, and, a, and, and I had to sigh a little bit. So I'm like, TT. OK. You know, if you, if you think about it, like the encore, the encore is the opportunity for twice to <clears throat> put on performances for songs that were not part of the set list for the tour. And, you know, I, I, like I said, I've been fortunate enough to see them for Twice Lights, and I saw them for four shows uh, earlier this year, and I was able to see them perform, like, all of their hit tracks multiple times. Um, but, you know, thinking about the encore performances from the first two nights, or from the two nights in L.A. for the encore stages, um, they didn't really perform a lot of their, you know, quote, title track hit hit tracks their title tracks a lot of them were actually album tracks so which i loved to come to come to complain to complain about them performing tt when they you know they actually didn't really perform a lot of title tracks to begin with like i don't think there's anything wrong with them performing one of their most popular songs uh in front of a crowd that may have not seen that song performed before That's just my opinion. Greg, any other uh, negatives from night one? No, nothing else to complain about. Okay, so we'll go to pluses or positives on night night one. I want to start off with, I thought their hairstyles looked great uh, on night one. I put down here, especially Nyan and Mina. Nyan as a blonde, ooh, she looks beautiful. I was like, wow, she, she got me that night. So I was like, yeah. And Mina had like the the wavy hair that the first night. I was like, yes, you look great too. I, I liked it. So what do y'all think? Well, like I said, most most of the, the pauses for me happened on the second night. Because honestly, the first night, it was great. Really, the best thing about the first night was I was able to watch the show with Greg, who I hadn't seen in the three years. Right, um, but everything about day two was almost everything on day two was like day one but better. So that's why I don't really have anything to say about day one because day two was exponentially better than day one um, for multiple reasons. And aside from possibly the hairstyles, I think I might have liked the day one hairstyles more than the day two. Um, day two was just overall way better so when we're done talking about day one i have a lot to say about day two day two i got a lot for day two but uh just i remember just writing down some day one stuff too greg do you have any day one positives before i keep going yep um surviving the heat to actually (laughs) make it to the concert so that that was a plus um this this is kind of unrelated to the actual concert experience but actually having my american credit card work to buy merch i was pretty happy about that um since it was my my first real twice concert the plus is that i was in the building and everything else was a bonus here here gotcha mine my pluses were more like related to the actual concert stuff but it's really cool that uh that yours is more of a personal like 
pluses like you actually being there and like get, getting to see everything is like ultimate plus can i can i say one negative again the ticket master okay. experience i don't think i need to explain any more than that because anyone who's listening to the show who wanted to or did attend the twice concert just by hearing me say the ticket master experience knows exactly what i'm talking about 5000 plus in queue 5000 plus in queue yeah i, I want to add on to that for the canadian listeners oh no. Um, if you ever try to buy a concert ticket for America, odds are you won't be able to pay for it. So you're going to be stuck with a resale. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Um, gosh, other pluses that I could think of, um, like just little things. There, there, there are a lot of little things that the girls do. They're, they're just goofing off. Like Sana was giving Gio a piggyback ride. Uh, things like that. So, nothing that I can really remember. Uh, Nyon was going going hard during Hello. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, but she was like stealing the show there for me. I was like, "Whoa, what's going on, Nyon?" She really got me on night one. So, um, let's see. So, so we really didn't. We can go to minuses of day two, but I don't really have any minuses. Other than that, Geo did the stupid wave uh, for night two, and I hate the wave in any concert slash boarding event. It is like so dumb and pointless. We can't even we, like we weren't even in sync because she was trying to do the wave with like everybody on the ground floor, and everybody on the ground floor is finishing before the people on the second and third floor. So it's kind of like it's like what are we doing? We could we could be doing something else so that was my one that was like one big negative of <laughs> night two for me yeah generally speaking I, I do enjoy the wave when it's appropriate um and i thought it was appropriate but i don't think people really know how to do the wave because yeah it was just messed up <laughs> it was really bad when on night two it's like Hey, it's our turn to stand up, right? No, you have to wait for the people in the second and third floor to catch up. We're like, come on. This is never going to be it, it doesn't really work when there's floor seating, I think. Unless Yeah. Yeah, I don't unless the floor just doesn't stand up. I don't know. I personally at a couple of basketball games when they try to do the wave, I've had drinks spilled on me. I've spilt drinks on people because of the wave so i have like pdsd from like the wave and stuff and i'm like i can't uh, no the wave I, nope. the only time the wave in my opinion is acceptable at a sporting event is if one team is just obliterating the other team and there's literally yes. nothing else to do there's literally you know, there's like no I, point in watching you're just there just to be there then you know maybe do a wave okay maybe once yeah but i mean like to have a segment where they do it and i'm like no thank you yeah sometimes i'll see people doing the wave and it's like the closest game and like what the heck are you doing pay attention to the game <laughs> all right I mean, anyway yeah you know that the wave is definitely a polarizing issue um and then gosh i can't think of uh, uh they didn't play they didn't play cruel for night two and i remember <laughs> I was like, I was like, everybody wrote out signs for night two, and we're like, cruel, 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 and even like Sana was saying, like, hey, they're really shouting for cruel. We maybe we should play that, and nope, they didn't do that at all. I was like, 
sat there. I was like, kind of bite my lip. I was like, God damn it, we could have heard Kroll because they really wanted to do it, but then they didn't. Anyway, I would have loved to see. That's Kroll. all I could remember is, <laughs> uh, like you were saying earlier, Ping, uh, night two definitely exponentially better than night one. So we can go ahead and go into the pluses and the positives. Oh, I got a minus for day two oh, before we here do we that. Go. Here we go. Um, so we went to Walgreens before <laughs> the concert, right? And I almost got run over by a old guy in a convertible BMW. Oh. So that that was my minus for for day Not two. Not twice. Really. And the wife had a dog. The wife had a dog with her in this convertible. Yeah, it, re- it was messed up because he's looking at me like I'm at fault. I remember <laughs> me and Ping were already in the Walgreens, and then and then Matt uh, comes in. He's like, Greg almost got run over. We're like, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah. And then you walk in. He's like, I almost got run over. But thankfully, he, yeah. you didn't. No, I, I can I can move when I need to. <laughs> and I had to move at that time. Live to tell the tale. But, uh, yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, we don't like that guy or or BMWs. Anyway. Yeah, why is it always okay. a BMW? Was it blue? I think it, it was, was red. red. Okay. Yeah, it was red. That's what I remember. What I remember was the lady getting in the convertible with her dog i was like oh she's having problems and then you know we just walk in and then all of a sudden <laughs> almost got run over by by a dude in bmw i was like oh man anyways let's uh let's go ahead and spin this around and go into the pluses or the positives of night two uh ping go ahead and start because i think you and i will will share like the same yeah, I'm sure. I'm and... sure. Like the three of us will have a lot of stuff to bounce between each other. But I mean, immediately, the number one thing that was better in night two versus night one was the crowd, because the crowd for night two. I don't know if it was just like everyone was totally different, or or what. But the crowd in night two was so loud compared to night one yeah it it, it, it still doesn't compare to night two in new york because in night two in new york like the crowd was insanely loud and they sang along like almost every song but the crowd in night two was just like the energy level was like 100 times more than the crowd in night one um you know they 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 screamed they cheered they sang along to some songs you know like the more common ones um but i had mentioned earlier when twice is performing in front of their fans and the fans are giving them the energy they're a completely different group and you can just tell from the performances on night two compared to the performances in night one and not that the, the performances in night one were bad. I still really enjoyed night one and the performances, but the, the night two, everything was just on a higher level and on the next level. Yeah. Sorry. Um, like the MCs were so much more fun and energetic. The performances were so much more fun and energetic. People were singing along. People were cheering. Um, Dahyun time, Dubu time was so much better. Um, we even were able to 
get people to start singing happy birthday for Dubu. It was just unbelievably so much more better the second night compared to the they first were, night. They were, I remember they were trying on night one and you just couldn't get enough people to sing happy birthday. I think another one big reason why night two was probably better for the crowd was it wasn't as hot. Yeah. Uh, it was actually really, really cool and windy uh, that night as well. So people weren't like sweltering in the heat before. Uh, but even then, like the confetti that they were shooting up, it was like staying in the air for like a couple Two of songs, songs too. Yeah. Cause, cause the, the wind was ca- carrying and everything might've been the, the, uh, lunar eclipse, the blood red moon that night. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, I just remember that the first night was the daytime was like mid nineties, probably felt higher. Um, probably felt like high 90s. And then the show was like, you know, high 70s, low 80s. And then the second night, the daytime was like high 70s, low 80s. And then the show was like high 60s, low 70s. So it was just like way, way cooler. Um, in Celsius, that's like the difference between 26 and 32, for example. That's a pretty big yeah. difference. So that that's probably why I was more hyped. I also had more drinks in me. <laughs> The second night, maybe more people were just drinking. I I guess when I was hanging with a couple of friends, we put a couple of pints down before uh, before the concert, and there was a lot of people around us uh, drinking as well. So I was like, "Dang, I I hope I hope we get hyped on this." So uh, I know my energy levels were up uh, quite a bit because of the weather, because of a few beers and stuff. So. Um, and when, when the Greg, what? Uh, oh, sorry, what was that? when the energy level is high, like I said, the MCs are better. So, like, Dubu time was better. Uh, we were able to sing Happy Birthday for Dubu on the second night because the crowd was more involved. Um, that the, the MCs got it, and they got it as well. So even if like you know a, a small section was was singing it, you could tell like, oh yeah, this is our time to. To, and then the entire the entire sing. stadium ended up singing, and then the girls heard it, and then they organized it, and then we they made everybody sing for it. But then you know there's the MC after Moonlight, which was like way more fun because they were getting that the energy great. they were getting the energy from the fans. So you know the 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 MC during that segment was much more high energy, you know because the fans were singing along, and then they were like screaming, and then Jungya you know they made Jungya do a solo dance, and then they made um, you know Momo, and then Mina. And then, like, they did oh, Dubu. Uh, it was actually Dubu, and then Momo, and then Mina. And they just, like, made everybody do, like, a solo dance to Nyan's part. It was Nyan's part, right? In Moonlight, right? That was, that's what they were referring to. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, just, like, oh, also the, um, during the encore stages, like, the girls were having so much more fun. So, like, they were, like, throwing water at each other. And then they ended up throwing water into the crowd. And, like, Alan and I were fortunate enough to be blessed by Jung Yun and Ji Hyo um, getting baptized with them throwing water into the crowd. It was just, like, so much more high energy compared to the first night. And even the... Uh, what was I going to say? Uh... Even the songs, like the encore songs after TT, they were really chill, minus Cheer Up, but they were kind of like You and My Heart. I like, I was not expecting them to do You and My Heart. I couldn't even remember it until <laughs> I heard it. And then, and then Say Something comes on and I'm like, oh yeah, Say Something. And we're like, everybody's chilling, but 
everybody was like still jumping up and down because you know the girls were throwing water at each other and it was cold and you know they were hitting and playing they were hitting each other and playing around and of course they were throwing the water in the crowds and you know people were just going nuts and um it was definitely a lot more energy like from beginning to end i have to say like See, having Jonghyun and Jihyo throw water at, into the crowd at me is one of the best concert experiences of my life. Dude, our, our sh- Greg, I don't, I don't know if we told you this, but like, uh, like my shirts were like still wet. Like, I, they threw a ton of water in the crowd. It was, I it was, was, I was so re- fun. You know, like there's a group. Uh, I don't know if you know them, but Epic High. Epic High, um, Psy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you probably know Psy, like Gangnam Style Psy. Um, their concerts are known for water, water play. And to have to, to have that experience with Twice, when that's not something that they're known for, is just like, so it's like so cool to have been able to experience that. And that's why it's like one of the best concert experiences of my life. Before I go on, uh, Greg, did you have any uh, positives from night two? I think you guys went over everything. Uh, all I want to say is my favorite moment of the two nights was Dahyun telling the camera guy to... She's not finished. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that was my favorite. Was that night two? Yeah. <laughs> like, they were trying to go to Cheong, and she was like, Cameraman, cameraman, you Excuse okay? me, I'm not done. <laughs> yeah, she speaks so slowly and deliberately. I, I, I'm pretty sure the camera guy was just confused. She was like, uh, during the Moonlight MC, when they're getting her to, uh, to dance, she's like, I'm not neck, I'm this. And she's like tapping her, her butt or her hips and whatnot. And we're like, yeah, so she's been drinking that LA water. That was the running joke, right? She is she would say, "Yeah, I drank that LA water today, so I'm 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 very high energy today." And it was really it was really sweet uh seeing her kind of break down uh after we were doing the uh the birthday stuff. So her technically her birthday is right now, right? So or yesterday. Um I think her birthday, we're recording on her birthday right now. So um, I thought that was really cool. And she was like, now I have to do the first floor, second floor thing. And we're just, I was laughing so much. Like she's always funny. She was always, she always makes me laugh, but she really was like even extra uh, in LA, especially on night two. But it was great. She was also like making fun of Momo in English. She was like, uh, when Momo was on the floor dancing, she uh, Diane was like, "Momo, uh, Momo on the floor cleaning." Thank you. <laughs> so it was just it was just overall like super fun. Um, one of the other things um, for a lot of uh, onces, uh, I think we all can agree that Jung Young is like back. She's like back to being herself. Like. She was throwing water at people. She was making fun of the girls. She was teasing them. She was, you know, headbanging during Moonlight. That's how the whole MC stuff started was she was just being a complete dork on on the stage. And I think 
everybody is very happy that she's, you know, not, um, she, you know, she's back to her normal self. And I think everybody, everybody was very happy about that. It, it definitely has something to do with her being able to complete the first leg of the tour in February. And, you know, the energy that the crowd gave her during that tour and then coming back again to L.A. and then the crowd still keeps giving her so much love um, definitely hasn't had an impact, I believe, you know, in, in her in her demeanor. And then, you know, she started throwing water at everybody. So she was throwing water at Young, and she's throwing water at uh, Geo. So the big the big one is like the the angle of like her absolutely getting geo soaked with water enough to where like her her mic shorted out and things like that i think momo also freaked out because it was kind of it was kind of cold the water was cold too so um of course i had a video of geo throwing water at everybody and of course on us and uh you know there was the joke there's the joke of that went around we're like oh my god we just we just got baptized by god geo and you know we are under the once religion from now on so uh i think <laughs> that's gonna be a memorable moment uh as far as like as far as like my uh fandom for twice goes because you know we were there like ping was right next to me we were freaking out so um i would have to say that that is like right up there with uh, during soundcheck for day two. Um, myself and Dell kind of snuck up to the front row. I think Ping, you you also snuck up to the front row, and um, it was just really cool to interact with the girls like right in front of us. They like security wasn't kicking me out because I was too far in. So see, the, so the the trick is I didn't sneak into the front row. I went to the front row like I belong there right from the beginning. <laughs> and I sat down. I was like, I sat down with this other guy, this random person that I met um, with our new that earlier that day. And I told him, don't even talk. I'm going straight to the front row. And then he followed me. And we just sat down. This guy came up, to, this guy came up to me or came up to us. And he was like, I think this is my seat, but you can move one over. I know the two people who are supposed to sit there, and I don't think they're coming. So Dang, we we just sat there nice. and we were able to see the sound check from the the very front row right in front of the island and it was a really cool experience. I'm glad that you brought that up because now I remember like I it was you know like one of the most um fulfilling things as a fan of any group really is when when senpai notices you, right? And yes. um you know, it was super cool when Sana noticed me trying to make her do the, the Gyaru peace sign with the upside down, the upside down V. So that was definitely a highlight. But, you know, just being able to see them so close, at least for three songs, was um, was very cool. She gave me a heart, man. <laughs> she gave me a heart. I was there. I was like, yes. I said right then and there. I was like, day two better than day one. And she's your bias. Doesn't matter whatever happens. She's your bias. Exactly. So... so uh, that I mean that that experience must have been amazing. I was like, uh, this is great. Day two better than day one. All right. And then to kind of like uh to button it at the end of the night by getting baptized by my by my number two. I was like, that was great. Like 
it was just just fun to be there and if um i didn't take the chance to go to la like we wouldn't been able to to be to be part of all that so i was like yes it was definitely worth it it was it was definitely worth it going to see twice this year has been definitely worth it on on both accounts for me so yes being baptized i will always look at that video uh, uh, not always but i'll every so often rewatch that video i'm like yep that was a great night <laughs> I've, I've watched i watched it was my the water right in front of us yeah i've watched that video multiple times since then already <laughs> it was like the water comes right at us and i didn't like she threw a shit ton of water i was like holy yeah shit. like the water goes straight into the camera lens it's awesome like i've been seeing like the fan videos of people and they're not even like they they open a fresh bottle and then they just throw it it's just like they're really wasting this water it's not a waste <laughs> they're wasting all this la water it's not a waste i already told you it's not it's, a waste because it's it's the one of the best concert experiences of my life that's not a waste <laughs> But yeah, if if you weren't there um, at the con, you know, I always like like Ping was saying, you gotta be there live. It's it's nothing it's nothing similar like just watching it on the TV or watching it on YouTube or anything. Being there live is definitely a different feeling. Um, especially night two. Night two was just so much better <laughs> than night one. I knew somebody that only went to night one and was like. That was the best concert I've ever been to. I'm like, hmm, okay. It's all good. Yeah. I mean, Night One's concert was still amazing. And for people, if that was their only concert that they had been to, that was the only Twice concert that they've ever been to, I can imagine that that would be their favorite concert that they've ever been to. Because, like I said, for me, when I first saw Twice Lights, Twice Lights was the favorite concert, you know, my favorite concert I ever went to. When I went to Night One in LA in February, when I went to Night Two in LA in February, those were my favorite concerts ever. Then I went to Night One and Night Two in New York, those were my favorite concerts ever. And now I went to Night One and Night Two in LA, and Night Two is now my favorite concert ever. And it's just, you know, like you see it twice and it just keeps getting better and better, just like their songs. They just keep getting better and better. It's, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. And now, um, now they're, they, what was I going to say? Uh, and then they ended, of course, both nights with fireworks, uh, with Dance the Night Away. And uh, at first, I was kind of, I was kind of like, hmm, why are they playing Dance the Night Away again? And I just didn't, I it didn't click in my head until uh, the first night when there was fireworks. I was like, oh, okay, this is why we're doing it. We're dancing the night away with fireworks at the end. I was like, oh, okay, makes sense to me. But at first, I was like, why are we, why are we why are they playing the song again okay i guess that's their thing um greg what did you think about like the the fireworks for dancing that away uh to be honest i didn't even know what they were looking at until i looked up uh, oh was that, it tough to was it tough to see from y'all's uh seats the first time yeah it was really hard um not until everyone started looking up it's like oh fireworks okay and you still couldn't really see it like yeah, from where Greg and I were on the first night, um, I just saw basically the order of what was happening. Everyone was just looking up, and then I saw the girls were looking up, and then I looked up, and then I just saw the screen shooting fireworks. It's like, why is everyone so amazed about a TV screen showing fireworks? And then I just started seeing tips. <laughs> I just started seeing tips 
of the the fireworks that were being shot up, the real fireworks that were being shot up behind the, you know, behind the arena. And I realized like, oh, there must be real fireworks going off. And then you can actually hear, you know, the explosions. Um, but yeah, like I imagine like on the second night, Greg, you probably didn't see the fireworks really from where you were sitting either because you were so close. Indeed. Didn't see anything. Yeah. But on the, um, on the second night, um, I was with Alan and we were at the island area and we were, we were able to see the, the fireworks very clearly from there. And yeah, it's, it's definitely... It was definitely a really cool experience. And one of the reasons why the second night of LA is now my favorite one, you know, probably one of my favorite concerts ever that I've ever been to is because the fact that the twice can get fireworks for their concert, um, you know, to shoot off during the, the encore. And actually they shot off fireworks a couple other times throughout the show as well. But seeing the girls like all together, jumping up and down, watching the fireworks, singing dance the night away, that's an iconic moment for me. Um, it was really cool to see. Did we end up seeing the moon on the second night or it, like the Ooh. eclipse had just passed and like the moon was showing up even more? We did. Yeah. Um, it yeah. was, it was pretty late into the evening though. Yeah. I didn't, honestly, uh, I didn't really I, see it the first night. Oh, uh, it was, it, it was like the, the full moon on the first night was awesome. I mean, technically uh, there was a full moon on the second night as well. <laughs> it's yeah, just hidden by the eclipse. Yeah. But I remember the one thing I remember from the second night of fireworks of dance night away, I remember shortly seeing like a plane, like a plane like flew by. And I was like, I wonder what it would have looked like just being on that plane and seeing fireworks and seeing like, wonder what was going on. So I was like, I was like, wow, that's kind of special. That's really cool. So, uh, I always enjoy, uh, I'm not a big fan of fireworks, but I always enjoy when there's like an event with fireworks that kind of has meaning and stuff. So now I'll think the next time I think fireworks and be like, yeah, the last time I I saw fireworks was at the twice concert. So, you know, it was an awesome time. It could be one of the most meaningful fireworks in my life, honestly. Yeah, man. We got baptized, saw fireworks. It's, it saw it twice. It was an amazing weekend. It was great. So, Honestly, I'm, I'm surprised they didn't perform fireworks. <laughs> oh, the actual fireworks song? Yeah. <laughs> we, got that, we got that night one in New York, right? I can't remember. Honestly, it's all kind of a blur. When you go to when you go to four concerts in two weeks, it's kind of a blur. I'm gonna look it up right now. Yeah, we got firework day right after TT. We got fireworks <laughs> on day one. So yeah, um, but yeah, they did a good. They did uh, four songs on day one, and then five on day two. So, but yeah, super memorable. Super memorable. Loved it, loved it. Uh, let's see. So, was there anything, any, any other positives or negatives um, to discuss? I can't remember. I mean, it was it was more of the girls goofing off again, you know, Jung Young being back to the trickster and everything. I, it was just so many smiling moments. Uh, people during like the video MCs, uh, the video breaks. You could see when the camera cuts to the crowd, 
like the crowds were, were really into the dances they were they were really hyped uh i remember night one had the dude the dude that was in the hoodie in the onesie and he had like the highlighters and he looked like a a, a glowing stick man and people went nuts when he came on the screen i was like oh we saw him from way up there that is that is one thing better on night one than night two was that that dude? The, he had two the glow and stick man. He had two candy bongs, candy bong zeds, and his outfit was like lined in like glow sticks, so it looked yeah. like a stick figure dancing. It was so cool. And the fact that we could see he was on the third level, and we could see him from the ground. Everyone level could see him looking up. Yeah, and I'm like, damn, that dude's cool. And then he was on the screen. Everybody was like marking out. I was like, yes, he made it. So, oh man. Uh, yeah, so those are some other positives. Uh, night two, uh, obviously better security and, and nobody rushing the stage, people getting kicked out, so it was a lot more controlled. Uh, there were more, I don't know if it was just me, but like on the screen, there were more crowd shots on night two, so I think that was a plus. Uh, just because people weren't acting a fool as much as on, on night two. Um, I think in our row there was a really tall dude and right behind him this little short girl and they ended up just swapping rows. I thought that that guy was cool for him to do that. So um uh gosh, uh seeing meeting meeting up my friends there randomly, seeing some like old uh J-pop fans from years years back just uh seeing them in line and just randomly catching up. So Hugh, Tommy, uh, and the guys, uh, it was good to see y'all again. Um, uh, let's see, Wheeze, Orino, it was good to see y'all too. Um, gosh, uh, it, just meeting the people, uh, I forgot the two girls that were next to me. Tram, Tram was her name. Uh, it was nice meeting y'all too, so, uh, yeah, that wasn't, that was probably another great thing for me is just seeing seeing old friends seeing you guys of course so um just meeting new people it was always always a good time always a good time oh my gosh and all the food we freaking ate felt like every day we had like great food um except for uh except for uh raising canes uh, anyways oh, yeah, i love raising canes i i like it too but Oh, one thing um, we were we went to like a small one, but anyways. Well, which one? The raisin canes there. Oh yeah, like that's all. That's the only canes. raisin canes I've ever been to, so I I have no really? experience. Yeah. Wow. We we don't have it in New York, not yet. Anyway, uh, it's coming soon. Nice. Um, one thing you, you had mentioned about night one was um, was it Asana giving a piggyback ride to Jihyo, and then. Night two, Jiho gave a piggyback ride for Sana, right? That was pretty yes. funny. Yes. Uh, oh, man. I can't. I have to now rewatch the concert <laughs> just because uh, I want to relive it. Um, I wonder if they would do. Like, they announced a Blu ray, right? They announced a DVD and Blu ray, but it wasn't for. Uh, the, 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 the Twice World Tour 4, the Fourth World Tour 3 is blu-ray uh sorry the twice fourth world tour three in seoul blu-ray oh, will be coming out um in june i believe 
I guess I'll get that. <laughs> yeah, I, I have all their other concerts, so I might as well get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's this has me hyped. Uh, I didn't have a voice for a good. Oh, I think after night one, I was really without a voice. Like I was whispering to you guys for a lot of the day, and night two was not, not any better. So, but there there were good reasons to not have a voice because just yelling and screaming the whole time it was great um but yeah uh let's see so do y'all have any other closing thoughts on the weekend i do go for it um it was nice to actually get out of canada to be honest (laughs) two well actually probably technically three years away from travel really sucked and uh, kind of being confined to home most of the time because I work from home was kind of kind of bothering me to be honest (laughs) seeing the same scenery uh, not being able to go out and do stuff was uh, kind of a pain in the ass so I'm glad that uh, this trip was the start of hopefully more travel and I'm going to assume I'm going to go to the States more often. Uh, I was going to plan to go to Japan, but they're they're being dicks about travel right now, so it's probably not going to happen for another couple of years. So we're looking forward to the next adventure, which is probably Idol and KCON and whoever else shows up. Hopefully I have uh, the money to, to support this. But uh, yeah, that's... I'm just happy that uh, this was the start of hopefully many more trips to come. Uh, let's see. So yeah, same for me. I I now have like the uh, uh, what is it? I have like uh, the itch to go out even more. And when I came back um, to work, it was tough because uh, my flight got delayed, and I ended up coming home like. Uh, well past uh, 2 a.m. when I got back and I had to be at work the next day but everybody was like whoa you look really tan and everything I was like yeah I went to the beach and I had fun and can't wait to go back and already in my head I was like I gotta find a reason to go go again so it's been non-stop work when I got when I got back so I was like man I'm already planning my next way next next time out I think uh, G Idol or Idol uh, they're coming to Houston, so I hope to go see them, and looks like I'll try to be VIP for that one, uh, hopefully. Uh, they're not doing Ticketmaster, so that's a good thing. Uh, and then uh, hopefully KCON would be the next one. Uh, it's still, it's crazy, because now uh, the floodgates seem to be open. Like, uh, Red Velvet just had like a concert yesterday, and... Uh, Europe has their concerts going on in London as well. So it's kind of like we're going to see more and more K-pop concerts coming up. And it's going to be it's going to be tough because we might run out of money, (laughs) money to go to these events. So uh, hopefully everybody chooses like great shows to go to and um, because there's plenty for the rest of the year. Um. Ping, what about you? I'm um, sorry. What were we? What were we discussing? 
Uh, it's just like closing thoughts on the weekend and what's next, or at least what's next for you. Uh, you went to uh, the KCON premiere in Chicago right after. Yeah, so I know, uh, <laughs> I know, I know. It sounds like it, it feel it feels like the floodgates are opening, but realistically, this is just back to normal because this is how things were before the pandemic as well. And this is a great sign of things to come. I, I, I think, you know, the Red Velvet thing, that was not a concert, it was a, a festival um, where they had multiple artists come. Like I know Espa has performed recently, um, Idols performed recently. Uh, I, I know because I've been watching a lot of fan cams from the last week uh, to at a bunch of festivals and stuff. Um, Brave Girls was performing. But yeah, I mean, for me, since February, I have been attending one to four concerts a month, which was pretty on par with what it was like in 2019 and 2018 for me as well. So, I mean, like like you had mentioned, right after the Twice concert, I went to Miami. And by the way, just to go back to your flight being delayed, it's like, hey, your flight got delayed an hour, but we got to spend an hour on the beach together. So I'm oh, sorry. That, I'm sorry that you were a little bit tired for work, but I had a nice time at the beach eating the the the, the eating our ice cream, ice cream yeah. and oh, but yeah. So, so right after the California beach, I went to Miami Beach, South Beach, for a couple of days, and I flew over to Chicago, and I got to see Stacy at KCON premiere Chicago. I got to see Stacy and Nmix, who Nmix actually just ended up going to LA right after <laughs> a KCON premiere. But um, sadly, I wasn't able to see them in LA, but um, got to see Stacy, who's like one of my top two K-pop groups right now. And that was a, a you know, very surreal experience, like seeing them in person so close, like literally in range of high touch. Um, it was well, you know, a really great experience. And then we have um, Dreamcatcher coming up in about a month. We have Brave Girls coming up in about a month. We have Idol coming up in about two and a half months. We have KCON LA coming up. Um, there is just a ton of stuff uh, coming up. And I'm just excited. I'm excited that we are returning to normal I have been fortunate enough to have not had COVID at all. No variant, nothing. I, I am, I do have the, the, you know, the three shots or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, even twice, twice, uh, a bunch of the twice members got COVID from LA. So, uh, it's cause Momo hugged that pole hug that street light i know I, I know that's the meme but there's no there's no possible <laughs> way that they would have gotten covid in in one day um but yeah then stephen colbert gave it yes gave yeah, it to sure them. stephen colbert gave it to them um <laughs> but yeah i mean just it's gonna be an exciting summer uh you know queendom queendom 2 is finishing up this week this coming week uh, so we'll see what that has in store for us. I mean, we already know that Brave Girls is going on tour. And coincidentally, their tour ends right around the time, like one or two weeks before KCON LA. What could that mean? Could that mean that Queendom 2 artists will be at KCON LA? Will Stacy be at LA? Will B2B be at LA? A lot of things, you know, up in the air right now. I know Luna. There's a rumor that Luna is going to have a new song and a new comeback in June. I've been waiting for a Luna tour 
forever. You know, I'm hoping that they do a world tour by the end of the year. Red Velvet. I am almost 100% sure that they will be doing a tour either the end of this year or the beginning of next year. Blackpink is rumored to be coming out with an album and a tour towards the end of the year. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of stuff to look forward to. Um, yeah, Groovelin actually had a had a had a performance in New York while I was in Chicago. Yeah, there's there's just a ton of stuff. Stacy girls, it's going down. Man, that seeing how close y'all y'all were to Stacy, I was like, damn, that's awesome. Uh, Check out my Instagram and, for a really cool reel where uh, Che Young gave me the the finger guns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I say Che Young? I meant I meant Isa. I mean Che Young is her real yeah. name, but uh, I, Isa. Um, yeah, she gave me the finger guns. What is it? Uh, then KCON's doing their weird, like, off off sh- offshoot tour, where they're sending like right. groups over. So they announced to different that. Days. They announced that shortly after. Actually, they announced that at KCON premiere in Chicago, um, but not at Chicago. They actually announced it in LA, which was having a viewing party of KCON premiere in Chicago. Um, but yeah, there was like um, they put up on the screen where they're doing a spinoff tour right after KCON LA, and there's gonna be a two night concert set at a bunch of different cities, and I'm still not sure completely like who's going to be there and how they're gonna work it out. But right now, my initial assumption is the artists who are performing day one will always be performing day one throughout the tour. And the artists who are performing day two will always be performing day two. The question is, is it always going to be the same artists throughout the entire tour? Or some going to drop out, some going to pop in? Um, yet to be seen. But yeah, it's yeah, exciting. Uh, There's going to be two more nights of KCON concerts in New York. And there's like a weird overlap on days for Dallas and Houston, which... Yeah, so yeah, that's the day the one, one, the day the day one in I think was it Dallas? Day one in Dallas, and then when day two in Dallas performs, day one is going to be happening in uh, Houston. It's it's pretty funny. It's because so they're like, relatively I'm, close I'm, to each other. Yes, four hours close. Um, but it's going to be weird. I I I wonder how this spinoff tour is going to play out. So it'll be interesting to see how the rest of the year folds out. Let's uh, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, does anybody have any closing comments? Greg, let's start with you. Hmm. I don't have anything that I haven't said already. <laughs> um, basically, thank you twice for coming back. Um, I was really, really upset that I didn't get to go back in February, but I I guess I also understand that covid restrictions would have made it a pain in the ass for me to go to the states at that time but thank you twice for coming back nice nice ping what about you so i'm hoping for a twice world tour a twice fourth world tour three encore two in new york two nights in new york what are the chances are there chances are there chances that's what i'm hoping for um but yeah, I mean, uh, it's great to be, it's great to have enjoyed another round of Twice concerts with you guys. Um, sixth one for me this year. 
hopefully there'll be seven and eight down the road <laughs> before the end of the year. And I'm, I'm not, there's, there's people that went to every single stop on the, the February tour. Um, like I said, they're not really in my top five. <laughs> I, I always say that, but I, I'm here. I'm here flying out to LA twice to see them twice on twice twice. But yeah, um, I'm I'm just like super thankful that things are returning to normal. People are not, you know, dropping dead from coronavirus. Um, we are returning to normalcy like i see you know i'm kind of i'm still wearing masks on the regular but you know there's people that are not wearing masks on the regular now so i at one point in time last year i was thinking like we're just going to be seeing people wearing masks for years and years and years and now it's just like kind of really returning back to normalcy and hopefully you know we continue to fight this uh this disease, this virus, and yeah, I mean, I'm really excited. I'm, I'm I'm planning on going to Korea this year, and yeah, it's just so many good things coming, and super hyped for what's coming for the rest of the year, and looking forward to uh, sharing more experiences with you guys. Uh, for me, uh, thank you twice for coming back as well. Uh, I really didn't think I was going to go to this one. Um, uh, I'm glad I did as well. I personally had some really crappy stuff happen after I got back from New York. Uh, so I not, I never really got to experience like the, like the honeymoon phase, the, the like, like post-concert depression and things like that. I, I, I didn't have time to experience all that stuff so uh there was always something that's going to be tied to it where i had a great time and then i came back and stuff was crappy so i i was also kind of uh, afraid it would have happened again but fortunately it it didn't so uh i have i've had nothing but uh, good things to talk about since twice uh in la uh, to all of my uh, local friends, my co-workers and everything. So uh, thank you twice for being there uh, for me when times were really bad. But man, I so much enjoyed being out there. I so much enjoyed hanging out with all you guys. And uh, seeing, seeing twice again was just awesome. I never thought I was going to ever see them before. And now I saw them four times, so <laughs> I was like, yes. Uh, I don't know if I would go again. I don't know if I would go again. Uh, there there are many more. I, I, I would probably would wait for like a, a new, new tour uh, to see them again. But we've got, uh, we got KCON and I, I want Red Velvet to show up here sometime. Uh, I mean, girl, Girls' Generation is going to have a comeback, so I can hopefully have something a reason to go see them for the first time so uh i've never i've never seen them so uh but yeah thank you twice for for everything all <laughs> right um they bring the heat uh, <laughs> um they make the boys come out but yeah 
thank you again. Thank you to the listeners for uh, the great feedback on our twice concert uh, reviews uh, from our previous podcast and whatnot. Uh, everybody's had uh, always great things to say, so thank you very much. Uh, and uh, we'll see you again for the next one. <laughs> <laughs>